0: We're excited, guys, for tonight. This is my first time having a family member on, so it's going to be an amazing time. You guys know my brother's the laugh in the background. Let's see if that laugh is working. Is it working tonight? Yeah. My brother's a laugh in the background. At some point, we'll have on, him on. This has been a total dream to have my sister on. For so long, I've mm-hmm. wanted to do this, and I thought, once we build a podcast studio, I'll be able to have my sister on, my mom on. Shout out to mom out there. Yes. Mom, you're coming on soon, so... Oh, Don't no, run from see. it. Don't get scared. We're going to have you on soon. But I'm very excited to have my little sister in the flesh. Not sister in Christ, because I have people on like, this is my sister. Yeah. This is my actual legitimate blood Ancestry.com sister. Um, so yeah, <laughs> episode 149. My wife said, did I miss half of it? No, we are go- We just went live. We're just going live late because we had some stuff we were we did, You just out.
1: came in strong. So she's like, wait, yeah, what?
0: We're coming in strong. Did everyone miss the whole beginning? No, we just started. No one missed anything. Alyssa, we're live right now, right? Type more in the chat. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah? Okay, aw, we're thanks, live. Okay, we're good. Steve. Everybody's complimenting. Can you scroll down, go on the notes to the actual? I
1: know, now I can actually see it. It's a little notes. easier.
0: Yeah, all the comments are coming in, so.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: So it's gonna be a good night, guys. As you know, we don't have a five minute intro any longer, so we're kind of jumping straight into it. But I do want to announce this Sunday, I am preaching four times, not one time, not two services, four back-to-back services, 8, 15, 9, 30, 11, and twelve thirty at life Song Church in Stockton, ooh, California. Ooh. So if you are in Stockton, I highly recommend you coming out to this. Or actually, I'm sorry. If you're in California, not <laughs> Stockton. If you're in California, I highly recommend you guys coming out to the service. So Come shout me down. And then let me advise you to be probably at the 8.15 or 12.30, they're all gonna be packed. But the least packed will be the 8.15 a.m. service. So you don't wanna miss that. This Sunday, life song, I'll post a flyer tomorrow. But this is officially, we're recording, yes? Episode one hundred and forty nine of the Revival XL yeah. podcast. My sister, Cherish Downey, formerly Cherish Saldivar, but this is my sister. Yes. Um, welcome to the podcast. How you feeling?
1: I'm nervous, but I'm super excited. I'm I'm just reading the comments. Everyone is so nice. Hi.
0: I don't think people realize how nerve wracking it is to be sitting yeah. here, and then you see like the number of people watching, and it's like the lights are on you. And but we wanted tonight, guys, have organic conversation. Yeah. I also don't want this to be just about. Isaiah Saldivar or like how you invited me to church because she's the one that invited me to church. So if you're mad that I'm a Christian and you're a heresy hunter, blame her. She's the one that that invited me to church. And I really do feel like, man, I owe so much to her for inviting me. I know God works in his ways and those people praying and all of that stuff. But man, I'm so grateful that you invited me to church. My life has never been the same, but I want to also focus on Your story as well, your testimony. Who are you? How can people get to know you? And then we'll talk later about you just launched a YouTube channel. Yeah. Which guys, her stuff is amazing. She has that saldivar blood. So she is a preacher. (laughs) She's a teacher. She's doing such a good job on YouTube. It's you're learning so much work to do YouTube and all that. But we're gonna push everyone to subscribe to her channel tonight. I've linked it in the description. Cherish Downey. Please make sure if you're listening on audio, you go to Cherish Downey on YouTube. I'll also have it on this channel in the show notes. Please make sure you guys subscribe. But let's start. I know mom and dad are watching. Okay, we had an amazing. I made it, mom. Yeah, I'm we on had TV. An, <laughs> I'm on TV. I'm Mike TV. Um, we had an amazing upbringing. So let's talk a little bit about our upbringing, kind of yeah. like where we were whenever we ended up getting saved, and kind of the path you went down.
1: Yeah. First, I want to say thank you for having me on because I don't take it lightly. I know you don't just let anyone on, and I don't expect it because I'm your sister. It's not like oh, I'm going to be on his podcast because I'm his sister. And I know you. God has, God is the one who built your podcast. So I Amen. honestly just feel honored that I can be on here. So first, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks and for coming on. like you just mentioned about like you're thankful to me for bringing you. That's something that I've been so excited to come on here and clarify. Um, because everyone gives me credit for, oh, you brought Isaiah to church or you got him saved or whatever. But really, you saved me because mm. I didn't even realize that I wasn't even saved because I was so lukewarm and I didn't even know it until I saw a real Christian that was lit on fire. So, we're going to get into That's that. That's awesome. But, um, and yeah, I want to preface wanna by saying that. this as
0: well. We were talking earlier about, like, what do we want to share? Because we could probably go five hours on stories yeah. of the awakening. And uh, she's going to tell a story about how she did deliverance on me. And all of that stuff is going to be yeah. fun. <laughs> But we also wanted tonight to be a night of hope where if you're watching this and you're feeling hopeless, like my family is never going to be saved. My uncle, my aunt, my cousins, my brother, my sister, and maybe as far as you can imagine, everyone's not serving God. That was literally our family Yes. and God saved our family. God did a revival in our living room. And thousands of people came to our living room and experienced the power of God. Yeah, And we've been living in revival for 13 years now. And so have hope that if God can do it in our family, yes. then God can do it in your family. I want you to really like, as we're sharing this, go, God, that could happen to me. Yeah, That could happen in my home. That yeah. could happen to my marriage. That could happen to my kids. If this could happen to church or Isaiah, this could happen to me. And so I want this to also be a night of hope where you go, man, I see hope in this. And I want to pray at my home. And I want to see revival. And I want to see this that killed, dead raised, demons cast out, the gospel proclaimed, disciples made. If it happened to us, it could happen to you. So let's go into our upbringing. Yeah. You start. Go for it.
1: All right. So um, I feel like it's probably such a different perspective between both of us because we're both very different. And I feel yeah. like you kind of went off and did your own thing. And until you got saved, I feel like we didn't know each other that well in our teen years. I feel like, of course, we were all younger when we, we were all close when we were younger. But then as we got older, we all kind of went in different ways. And so for me, um, I mean, we were raised in church. So if you don't know, we were all right. We were raised in church. You know, our parents spoke in tongues. They raised us in the Lord. My mom homeschooled us. She poured into us every single day. And so, I mean, our parents are the reason why we are where we are today um cuz they really rooted us in God but we never like the churches we were in and i mean we never saw the power of yeah. God uh i personally didn't um and so i was always involved in church i'm like looking at everyone <laughs> Um, I was always involved in church, I was always in leadership, I would go to like the band practice, even if though, even though I wasn't in band, I would go to all the conferences, I would help with the skits. I was always there. I loved it. I loved being a part of the youth. I love being a leader, I love just being at the church all the time. And so, especially being homeschooled, that was like my main social outing. Like we had sports and dance and all of that, which I did Christian dance, by the way. <laughs> oh, dance. I'm all there all dance, hold on. I did Christian like ballet but um i was always a big part of the church and so um i'm like should we just go right into yeah and i want to say too
0: is our upbringing our parents all homeschooled all of us we were very very sheltered Mm -hmm. and i think now we look at shelter as like a bad term like don't shelter your kids guys if you spend three seconds googling what the word shelter means it's literally protection during a storm and it's such an amazing thing i want to just honor my mom and my dad tonight and be like we had such an amazing childhood my dad worked so hard we never saw any abuse when i hear people say like i was abused growing up we honestly can't relate we had such an amazing childhood yeah no abuse my parents didn't drink my parents didn't cuss like we never saw my dad hit my mom like nothing literally we had no abuse we had such an amazing childhood raised in church homeschooled our whole lives our parents sowed so much seed into us And I want to tell some parents that have sown seed and their kids feel like, they feel like their kids have went way the opposite direction. That's literally what happened in our family. I went the opposite direction of God. My brother, my sister, Cherish, we all went our own ways, even though we were raised in such a strong home. But the Bible says if you plant those seeds, they will reap a harvest. Mm -hmm. And it might take time. Like for us, it took, I got saved at 19. It took years of my parents sowing and planting and, Working hard to shelter us and and do the best they could to homeschool yeah. us and shout out to all the homeschoolers unite in the chat Yeah, we my parents did such an amazing job with us yet still the enemy had his way in our yeah. life Still mm-hmm. the enemy came in and did what he did brought deception brought lies and as we got a little bit older We moved from San Jose, California Yeah to a city called Manteca, California and my parents when we were really young We were in a, a very revival Pentecostal church and then we just kind of found a, a country church that wasn't very Spiritual, yeah, wasn't revival. Like very
1: conservative. Yeah, very just
0: Baptist, not a Baptist church, but Baptist. Like, we didn't really see this gifts of the Spirit. We never really heard about casting out demons, healing yeah. the sick. Like, I never had an experience with the Holy Spirit. The first time I ever did was the night I got saved. And so we had that background of raised in church, but not. This is no fault to our parents, but not raised in Christ, not raised in the fire of God with passion, with holiness, with boldness. We went to all the youth lock-ins, all the events, the purity conference. I had the little card, you know, the the little V card in my wallet that I'll never do anything bad. And (laughs) we had had all of that stuff, but there wasn't that demonstration. And man, we so need it in the church today. We need the demonstration. We need the power of God. And so we were at the place where we, we were growing up, I was in a relationship for almost four years with a girl. I was partying. I was in a metal band, doing my own thing. You mm-hmm. were doing your own thing. We really none of us, me and Nico, party together. But we didn't really talk most of our teenage years. It was kind of like high in passing. Yeah. I think you were friends a little bit with my my ex girlfriend that I was with for four yeah. years. You guys were friends a little bit, but there was really no relationship with our family. I was closer we were so to busy. your
1: girlfriend than I was to you. Yeah. Like yeah. we started working together. I became close with her, but it was like a separate relationship. She was like a good friend of mine but it was separate from her being like your girlfriend. Yeah. So we didn't like do things together, yeah. um, but I ended up working with her. So I think that's where we got closer. Um, and I was also in a relationship with, for almost four years, which now that I'm older and a parent, I'm like, cause Help I had Lord. a boyfriend at 14, which I think was the right move on my parents part because I was, I think I was a lot more mature for my age. I mean, I was working at 14, all my friends were older. And then I had all or- older siblings, which had older friends. So I came to my parents like, I like this guy. I want to do this the right way. I want. And so I think they really respected that and thought, okay, if we let her and we supervise it. Yeah. You know, then, if my, comes, I had if my so daughter calls me at 14,
0: I want a boyfriend. I'm going to be like, go to your room for yeah. seven months. Yeah. yeah no, no <laughs> chance. But yeah. So
1: I'm not like. I think our
0: poor parents are cringing right now. They're, they're like, like no, Oh, why this is horrible." It's okay. We're so all So literally now. thinking
1: of a 14-year-old and a boyfriend like yeah, just blows my mind. But good. anyway, cuz they're going to they're going to know like yeah. how old I was when we broke up. They're going to like, "How were they dating for 4 years?" Yeah. So uh, we were we were dating for almost 4 years. So we dated from 14 to like 17 and a half, which was right before Revival started. So we'll get we'll get there. But um like you said, we um My gosh, it was our house got pretty dark for some times, and my mom was working nights. We were all older, we were independent, we were you know trustworthy for the most part. Some of us, well, not looking at you, Nico. (laughs) No. And um. (laughs) Poor Nico. We're
0: gonna do our best to help you. My dad worked out of town
1: a lot. (laughs) My dad worked out of town a lot. My mom worked nights, so we would we would you know get away with some stuff. And I just not me necessarily. I was a good kid, mom. Remember Mm. that. No, I just remember Nico and Isaiah, mostly Nico being right. <laughs> extremely, you know, but on, on a real note, drunk, throwing up, breaking things, destructive, mm-hmm. um, fights with his girlfriend. And then Isaiah is trying to help him cover it up. We're trying to clean up, throw up. Um, and sorry, it just, it makes me, I'm already feel emotional. You're good. Um, it's just crazy to like go back there because it feels like a different lifetime. Yeah. And um, like, where are my tissues? Oh, you're doing you have good. Some? Yeah, I
0: got some tissues for you.
1: Um. And so it was very, very dark, and I just remember being up at like three in the morning, and I was like, "Well, you know we're my mom's going to be home soon, and I don't want her to see Nico like this, and he's like breaking the blinds and um you know smashing his door, and then Isaiah's is drunk, doing who knows what, and there was just always so much happening, and there was just a lot of darkness, and everyone seemed so far, like everyone in our family just seemed so far, so separated there was it didn't feel like there was any like unity or love left. And, um, and You're doing good. I just remember feeling like how, cause I've always felt kind of like the peacemaker. Like I just want everyone to get along. And like, um, I was the youngest and I think seeing all the things that my siblings like went through and did, I felt like I can't add to it. Like mm. I can't do that to like seeing my parents like cry or seeing, you know, like you guys will have to hear Nico's testimony because, um, it's- it's crazy like just the the, the car accidents and all the things that were happening um I just remember feeling like I can't add to that like I have to just do my best to like be good and stay chill you know and so I wanted to kind of be the peacemaker in the family and I just felt so hopeless I just felt like how can I help my family when I can't even help myself like Mm. I just felt weak and hopeless and defeated and there was no light at the end of the tunnel for me um it's just like taking one day at a time you just keep trying and so um I'm like should I just I guess because once we go to the next point I feel like it's just gonna accelerate from there so being at that state of mind well I'll go back to I was really involved in church so I'll kind of go back to that a little bit so I was really involved in church and then I I got hurt by the church I ended up my boyfriend and I ended up breaking up um, that was part of it. There was like a worship leader cheated with my boyfriend, all the things, right? Ugh. So it was, and we knew each other for years. Um, so I was kind of hurt by the church and I was like, you know what, it's okay. Like I can do this on my own. I can read my Bible. I could pray. I have a relationship with God. Which, if any of you are at that point, I'll just tell you right now, that doesn't work. Mm. The God has called us to be a body. We are, we're supposed to, we all are different part of the body. Yes. We need to be in community. The devil wants you by yourself. He wants you to isolate. He wants you to think you can do it on your own. He wants you to think, oh, I can pray, I can read, I got this on lock, but you don't. We need each other, and the church is full of humans and people, and we are there because we need God. Yes. So People are going to make mistakes. So we can—side note. it's good. Um, So I thought, you know, I can do it on my own. And just for reference, I remember specifically, I worked in a restaurant, and I remember somebody was like—one of my coworkers was— because I would talk about God, and they knew I would go to church, and I tried my best to be set apart. Mm. So I was like, I know I'm not supposed to cuss, drink, and sleep around. That's what I thought being a good Christian was. That's what I thought— like, I thought I was the best Christian because I wasn't sleeping around. Like, my, which I will say my boyfriend and I were together for almost four years. I did not sleep with him. We didn't like, it wasn't just the technical terms. Like we really were um, pretty pure, you know? So um, I'm very thankful for that. I feel like God used that relationship to save me from, from a lot. Mm. Um, Because I think if I wasn't with him, I think I would have been a lot more promiscuous, I would have probably been talking to different guys, I would have been with the wrong person, and I think he really did respect me, and um, it kind of protected me in a way. Um, So anyway, I thought, okay, I'm not sleeping around, I'm not cussing, I'm not drinking, I'm not partying, so I'm a good Christian, And I remember my coworker being like, well, faith is weak. Like you're just believing in something that you can't see. And I just, I remember like my blood was just boiling and I was just like, but like it's real, you know? And I just had, I mean, obviously the Bible is true, but I had no proof in my life to say Mm. like, look at this. Like God did this for me. God showed me this. God changed my life. God, I had nothing to say, but like, I know he's real. And so... That's kind of the place I was at. And then one of my best friends, we ended up trying this new church. I was like the definition of a church hopper because yeah, I was, was just from church to church to church looking for something real, looking for something where I didn't feel like everyone was hypocrites. Like every person on stage wasn't drinking and cussing and sleeping like I just knew what everyone was doing. So I was like, why should I why should I want what you have? Why yeah. should I follow you why should I even listen to what you're saying because you're a hypocrite like that's just how I felt so I went from church to church to church to church so my friend's like let's try this church and I'm like all right sure let's go like and she was thinking of starting the internship so we end up there and uh it was like a guest speaker so we're like okay we have to come back another time so we keep going and I'm at a point where I'm ready to give up and I'm just like I'm done. Like, maybe I should just stop caring so much. Like, mm. I don't want to care. I don't want to feel. I'm just going to start partying. I'll sleep around. I'll do whatever. My boyfriend and I had just broken up. I was just at a very, like, I was struggling with, like, depression. I just remember being in college, and which I started college. I think I was, like, 16 and a half or 17. Yeah, we
0: all graduated high school because we were homeschooled at 16. And we all started college at around 16 and a half, 17. Yeah.
1: So I was going to junior college and I just remember I would cry all the way there and all the way back. I would wear sunglasses and I would cry walking to class. Nobody could see me. I would just I was just silently crying just literally all day. It was just like this heaviness, this depression. Um, I would which brings me to another point. I would listen to Taylor Swift the whole way there, and I would just, those, dep- no those breakup songs, I didn't you know if she was know? even
0: around back then.
1: And that's the first thing God told me to break. He's like, it was a CD. He's like, break that CD Ugh. a long time ago because they were, they just brought me into that deep like breakup depression. But um, it was just very heavy and very thick. And I was at a place of, I'm done. I'm done caring. I'm done trying. Why like? Me staying strong is doing nothing. Mm. So um, we go to a service, and I, in my mind, I'm like, "This is the last service I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go party." And I'm in the back row. me of yours.
0: Yeah, that's where I was. When I I'm got. in the back
1: row. It's the end of worship, and some random girl comes up to me, which I don't even think I've ever told you the story. Mm-mm. So, some random girl comes up to me. She comes from the altar. Everyone's worshiping at the altar, but I was at back in my seat. And she says, I, um," she was like, I could not focus because God told me to come pray for you. She's like, and I tried to ignore it, but he wouldn't let me even think until I came and prayed for you. Do you mind if I pray for you? So I was like, yeah, of course. I have never heard of prophecy. I had never seen anyone do it. I've never heard a word of knowledge. I didn't know any of that. She starts praying for me and all like the whole message was do not give up. Wow. Do not keep wow. going, keep going. I know me too, keep going, do not give up, stay strong. And I had my hands up and I don't remember anything else she said, but I was just weeping, like uncontrollable tears, louder. Like I told my friend after I had a conversation with God, like God spoke to me. All I could say was God talked to me because wow. she was saying things nobody knew she was saying things I've thought she was just everything I had been feeling she was like God says no like God says keep going God says don't give up and a month later is when Isaiah came to church with me wow so that is just how important prophecy is like and being obedient to God because you don't know where people are at whether it's suicide whether it's giving up whether, um, no matter what it is, you just don't know where people are at and it may seem silly to you or you may think it's not a big deal or it might be uncomfortable, someone you don't know, or maybe you don't even know all the words that God is trying to tell you to say, but just go, just be obedient. If God tells you to go up to someone, go up to them and he will speak through you because I will never forget that day. That was like such a pivotal like time in my relationship with God, and I
0: remember you asking me to come to church over and over again, probably for like anywhere from four to six months. Come to church, come to church, come to church, and that was like it's the whole principle of bugging God. The Bible yeah. says our prayers get answered not because of relationship, but because we're shamelessly persistent. To I just keep posted asking.
1: a reel on that. Today. Really, <laughs> yeah. You
0: keep knocking on the door. The parable of the man at midnight. He's like knocking, and his yeah. friends like, "Oh, I got to get my kids are sleeping. Stop knocking." And the guy's like, "I'm not going to keep knocking." Yeah. And the Bible says the guy gives him bread because of a shameless persistence. Yes. And then there's another parable of a, of a judge. She's bugging the judge, bugging the judge. And the judge finally says, this lady every day is at the court. She won't stop bugging. For you, you were bugging me to go to church. I was in a relationship for a few years, planning to marry this girl, yeah. getting going through the process of trying to become a deputy sheriff in college, working full time. I had zero desire to serve God, yeah. zero desire to go to church. And in my mind, I was the same thing as you. like but i i went more to the trying to be like a cool atheist like god isn't real god's boring these christians aren't living it i don't want nothing to do with it zero desire to go to church but you kept bugging me bugging me and i remember one day thinking this is my little sister that's bugging me to go to church that's in church getting her life changed because i saw there was some life change of you going whether you're jumping from church to church yeah and then something in me was like because she won't stop bugging me I'm just going to go to get her off my back. And I want to yeah. tell some of those in the in people in the chat that have been bugging their siblings, asking their friends and family, please go to church. Please watch this YouTube video. Yeah. Please go to this conference. Please keep bugging. Yeah. Like it works. If you keep asking and you keep planting those seeds and you didn't realize that every time you would tell me oh, you're planting seeds, planting seeds. Yeah. And the one day I tell my girlfriend, I'm just going to go to get her off my back. But you had been bringing logan and nico for like yeah. a week or two right before
1: yeah and i remember i had started bringing logan and nico and weren't they like
0: smoking weed or talking about like drugs <laughs> and you were like this is pointless what am i doing like, i remember us about that. driving
1: them and they're in the back seat of my little civic and they're oh. just like f-bomb every other word talking just horrible talk yeah what they're gonna do after what they're doing before and i was just like i just remember driving i mean like at least they're going to church. Like, this is the first step. Like, at least they're going to church. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't looking bright at that point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was just like, at least they're going, you know? And they had gone multiple times. So they were just like, they thought it was awesome, but they were still doing the same thing, living the same way. It was kind of just like this cool concert that they were coming to.
0: And I remember you telling me something. You said, Isaiah, you have to go to this church. It's a new church I've been going to. You said, "I, I promise you, you'll feel... God at this church and I remember thinking like you don't feel God like that's the (laughs) dumbest thing I've ever heard no one can ever experience or feel God remember I was like the lamest atheist ever I'm like you can't feel God God isn't real but I do remember January 12th 2011 stepping into the door of the church and feeling and I just get chills talking about it but feeling like this presence overwhelmed or like in the room like someone is in this room with us and that was thousand there was probably a thousand young people at the church 800 maybe it was a large church it was like the biggest youth group at the time and i remember feeling like whoa when i walked in there's something in this room yeah something's real here i don't know what it is and then i I had a flashback to when you said if you go to this church it's the first church you'll feel something yeah and not that god has to be felt but i just realized like man god is transcendent he's not just we believe in God way up there in the clouds, but he's among us. The Bible calls him Emmanuel, the God that is in our midst, yeah. that is among us. He wants to touch us. Absolutely. He's, he's among us. He wants to touch our life. And so that night... What do you remember? So I go, I'm sitting, we're sitting in the back and yeah. I'm like in the area. I remember they roped off this big area and I was like, I want to sit over here. I was just, I was angry. I was bitter. I was just everything lost. broken. like, and
1: let's go so I can go yes. home. And yeah. I
0: remember saying when I walked in, this will be the last time I ever go to church. Like yeah. I will never step foot in a church again. There's no point. If like God, if you're real, this is, this is your last shot. And yeah. God only needs one second yeah. of, of our, all, our okay. life, our time. And man, the fact that, I remember the preacher preaching and then something pulling me. And you guys have heard my story. I have it on the channel. But running to that altar, going down to that altar, something pulling me down there. And then I had my encounter where God audibly spoke to me. I said, you know, God, I don't effing believe in you. I'm there cussing at God, not knowing what to say because I had such a dirty mouth. I was so demonized. Mm-hmm. Looking back, it was it was demonic. Yeah. Like the, the way I talked, how dark the things I said were. I would say these dark, cruel jokes. I was angry. I was bitter. I was racist towards my own race. Yeah. I even remember being like... How could I be racist towards my own race? But that's how demonized I was. That's how demonic I was. And then saying, God, I don't effing believe in you. But if you're real, and I remember it sounds so crazy because I was like, I'll move out of state. I'll travel the world. I'll break up with my girlfriend. I'll leave my job in law enforcement. I'll lay my life down. I don't even know why I said that because I didn't know that's biblically what you're supposed to do. I just knew something in me told me, Lay it all down.
1: God was giving you a pre-warning. That's what what was about to happen. Yeah,
0: lay it all down. And I was like, man, I I want to put this out there. If God is real, I'm willing. I so badly want there to be something more. I so badly want. I wanted someone to literally look at me and be like, Isaiah, you're lost. You're yeah. broken. No one knows it, but you're hurting. You're broken. You need God. Yeah. And I didn't know that was what I needed. I thought once I got the job as a deputy sheriff, because I already had the car. I was already mm-hmm. graduating college. I had the girl. I'm like, once I graduate, once I do this, I'm always chasing. But I remember sitting in bed at night going, there has to be more to life. And then I'm sleeping until 1 p.m. Because yeah. I'm depressed and no one knows it. I don't want to get out of bed. And that night, man, God said, Isaiah, audibly, I don't want 99.9% of you. I want everything. And then I had that this trance or vision of of being in the throne and bright lights. And I saw yeah. myself preaching to thousands of people. Like what I'm doing today, I saw 13 years ago at that altar. So and then I'm speaking in tongues and there's dirt coming out of my eyes. And I'm looking at my girlfriend going, uh, she's gonna think I'm crazy. What is this language? I'm trying to cover my mouth. I didn't even know till that night, really what tongues was. I heard it one time as yeah. a kid, mom and dad praying in it one time, but I just had such a crazy experience. And then I remember at the end of service, you coming up to me and being like, are you okay? And I was like, I need to talk to the pastor, which was Pastor Jason. Yes. I still have it in my notes to this day. I go up to Pastor Jason at the end of service. I'm like, you don't understand. I was an atheist. God changed me. I need to talk to you. I need it right now. And he's like, all right, bro, relax and write me on Facebook. And I went home, <laughs> added him. I have it in my notes still and, yeah. and wrote him. But I remember you being like, are you okay with me? Been like, I don't recognize nobody. I need to go home and just totally freaking out. What what, what do you remember anything from the night I got saved? I or do. That, and I anything? think too,
1: I feel like it's important what he said at the end that got you. A big part of it, I remember you always mentioning. Is he said, "Do you want to be yes. where you are next year?" Yep. Right, because it was January, it was January. It was the beginning of January. So he was like, "Next year, do you want to be in the same place with the same people doing and, the same?" And thing? that is
0: exactly what got me to go. One of the things that made me like, I need to go up there because the message was about world missions. But he Which said, "You had
1: been watching all those documentaries." Yeah, about I was watching the all these documentaries
0: about like we're running out of food, running out of water, running out of everything, and I'm like freaking out watching all these Netflix documentaries, mm-hmm. but. I had this flashback when he said, and this is a word for someone tonight. Do you want to be in the same place you are next year, like right now, right now? Or do you want to be in the same place right now as you were last year? You're just, and I thought I've been hanging out the same people, the same beer Mm -hmm. pong, the same girls, the same cheating, the same parties, the same, like for years going to shows and then going to parties and then drinking. It's on repeat. I've, my life has not progressed. I have zero value to my life. I have no meaning there has to be more. And that really struck me to like, man, I want to see change in my life. Yeah. And then that led me to God, if you're effing real, I'll do anything. Yeah. I'll do anything. I'm so desperate. And then God showing up to me. And
1: I want to talk about the week coming up to that. Yes. Because yes, I invited you Um, that week. I remember you saying like, okay, I'll go this week. And I remember I was like, I was trying to catch you. Um, I don't even know what's, what the word is to call it, but Isaiah would be like, oh, that's my work schedule, which he would tell them when he could work. Yes. So he'd be like, oh, I can't go on Sundays because I work Sunday mornings. And his I availability is like only Sunday and mornings. Wednesday
0: night." so I didn't have to go to yeah. church.
1: So he, his excuse was, oh, I work, or oh, I have a class Wednesday night. So as soon as his class was out, I was like, okay, your class is over. Let's go. And I think that's when you were like, you didn't have any excuses yeah. left. So you were like, all right, I'll go once. And that week... I'll never forget it because it was a horrible week. It was one thing after another. My car broke down. My phone got stolen. Um, I found out, you know, a lot of drama about my ex-boyfriend and this girl he was with who he lied to me about. It was just like one thing after another. And I remember Wednesday, it was like around three or so. Your girlfriend at the time came in my room. I was just laying in bed, just defeated. Just like laying in bed at 3 p.m. Like, I don't want to go tonight.
0: This was the night I got saved. The
1: night you got saved. I don't want to go tonight. I'm over this. This week has been horrible. And I think it was that day that my phone got stolen in my car. My phone got stolen in the car shop. So my car's trying to get fixed. And then my phone gets stolen. So I'm in bed. And I'm just defeated, laying there. And she's like, Isaiah and I are going to go to the gym. Like, we still going to church tonight? And I was like, I don't know. Ask me later. Like, I don't feel like it right now. I think I told her, like, at this point, I don't really feel like going tonight. But ask me in a little bit. So I'm laying down. And I posted about this recently, but this is something I have always lived by. And I don't remember who said it, but somebody said, when you don't feel like going to church is when you need to go the most. Wow. And I've always had that in my head. So when I am like, I don't want to go, I feel horrible, whether you're in a funk, whether you're depressed, whether it's one thing after another going wrong in your life, that's when you need to go to the most. So every time I have stuck with that and gone anyway, God speaks to me. God touches me. I feel like, wow, wow. Imagine if I didn't go, like I needed that. So I remember thinking that, like, I don't wanna go. I probably need to go. So we went anyway. And then the fact that that is the night you got saved, I just think, I just wanna tell everybody if it's one thing after another, if you feel the opposition, if you feel the tension, if you feel like everything is against you, that's a good thing. Mm. Keep pushing, keep going. Don't let anything stop you. You just have to have a mindset that nothing is gonna stop me. I don't care if I arrive a day late or it's, God is not late. God is not late. Keep going. He is for you and you don't know what is around the corner. Like you literally don't know unless you keep going and actually get there. So if you stop, if you take a break, if you put your car in park, if you don't go, if you give up, what are you missing? God, it's just, it's just crazy. So I want to just want to say the week of was insane. Don't give up. Don't be discouraged. And so leading up to that night, I didn't really know what had fully happened. Like I, I was, I think trying to read you and you were just quiet and kind of like in this zone of just,
0: and that was the first time I'd cried in 10 years. So I was like, my eyes were a bloodshot and I was like embarrassed and I was crying. I remember you being like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, you and Amy were like, what's wrong with you? I was like. I don't know i just need to go and i don't really know like i didn't recognize nobody the scales had been removed off my eyes and i always say dirt came out of my eyes and people go like, oh, i don't believe that and it's you could believe whatever you want yeah as i was feeling those dirt coming out of my eyes i remember jason who's the pastor yeah got on stage i didn't know anything about saul or dirt or nothing out scales nothing and he got on stage and said there's someone in here right now god says he's removing the dirt scales off your eyes and that was me that was getting those scales removed and I can't imagine if you didn't invite me, if that night you didn't go, or like how many times do we miss church and we miss the divine appointment? We miss the move of God. We miss that moment where the friend or the family is going to get saved or get delivered. And so I remember after you and Amy being like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not okay. I was just totally didn't recognize anything or understand what was going on." And I
1: just remember you asking me, and I don't remember if it was before. I think think it was after in the car. I think it was on
0: the way home driving in the car. You
1: were like, "Wait, so do you speak in tongues?" And I was, like, kind of embarrassed. I don't know. I was, just, yeah, like, I have before. You know? I remember like, you
0: saying that being like, you hid this from yeah, me our whole Yeah, you were life? like, what? I was, like, like mad you, about it. You were
1: like, how do I not even know this about you? And I'm like, yeah, I've spoken in tongues before. But I also didn't even know the power of that.
0: Yeah, and tongues was so... You guys have to remember that it wasn't... We weren't in a Pentecostal charismatic church. Like, yeah. no one in our world was speaking in tongues. You know, now it's like, oh, speaking in tongues. It was... To me, maybe not to you, but to me, it was so foreign, yeah. and I was asking that because I was just had spoken tongues and didn't know what was going on. Like, what is yeah. this language? I don't know what this is. I've only heard about it as a kid growing up. My parents, I remember them vividly praying it at one time, but we they were they didn't speak in tongues at the church we went to. Yeah, no one, at least from my memory, I never once remember speaking in tongues. No, and it so wasn't to a me, thing like to that. me, like if you spoke in tongues, you were like. Pretty much in the Bible, like yeah. you were—you were an archangel. I just couldn't imagine someone can speak in tongues. Like it was so crazy. So when I spoke in it, and then finding out you spoke in it, I'm like, You're she's like- been. She's been, She's been lying been to me. Out on me. Yeah, I'm like, we're literally superheroes. So it yeah. was like a whole thing. And so we, I stayed up all night long. Jasmine's in the chat, my cousin. I was texting her all night. I was texting everybody. Yeah. We didn't sleep and we were working at Starbucks. Yeah. And so the we- The opening shifts. We were opening at four in the morning, but what we were doing was we, we were just- at the
1: same Starbucks. Yeah, we clarify. were just
0: staying up all night at Starbucks and just staying in there. And then we were opening at like 3.30 uh, at four and we were like letting our friends in. We were having Bible studies. We were in there like day and night, 24-7. So what, what happened after that? Revival starts breaking out. I think out. it
1: hit me that you were changed the next day. Because that night, I think you were just really quiet. You were so confused on what happened. You were up all night, but I went to sleep. Yeah. So the next day when you were like, did you pray today? I was like no <laughs> like you know i didn't was I supposed to and he, yeah was i supposed to when you were like i told you like we need to pray at least an hour a day you need to and make that's sure what you're god praying. told me at the
0: altar he's like you need to pray one hour a day yeah I, I, I think
1: you told me the night before yeah because i, was I like,
0: basically told god the altar i don't know what to do you show me preaching i don't know any pastors any leaders i don't have nothing and that's when god was like i'll take your hands i'll take your feet which is like romans 12 yeah. giving your body to god but god told me you need to pray one hour a day and then jason got up and said i want you guys to make a commitment i i have the sermon he preached somewhere i gotta find it Yeah. but jason said i want you guys to commit to one hour a day prayer which god had just spoke to me and that's why i'm like we all need to pray one hour a day that was like the commission god gave us yeah
1: i forgot about that that's that's true yeah i just remember you asking me me being like what like who is this guy like where is my brother who and then Given us just kind of growing a relationship and you talking to me more and all of these things, right? You were so interested. Well, yeah, and I had no
0: friends. Yeah, I lost all of my so friends. I stopped hanging I out like, with all my friends, cold uh, turkey.
1: Yeah, so it was just you and I in the beginning and Nino, really, when it all got started. Yeah. And so we kind of became best friends. We would work, we worked together at Starbucks. We would go to Starbucks and read on our yeah. free time. I was kind of like your road dog. You're like, all right, we're going to go do this. We're going to go have a sign and put free prayer and pray for people. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, um, and then Amy, we had like a couple of us. Yeah.
0: And we went, when I got saved, I went like full cold Turkey. So I stopped hanging out with all my friends. Yeah. Like I never, this is so crazy. I never had a, this is our last time hanging out with any of my friends. Like I just thought about that. I never had a, this is my last time hanging out with you guys. And these are guys that I grew up with my whole life. Guys I was best friends with. Like I think of one of my best friends me and him hung out from the age of eight years old till 19 yeah. every single day. We stayed at each other's house. This was my best friend. I never hung out with him for the last time. Yeah. Like, that is crazy. It's so crazy. I got saved. Even my girlfriend, I never hung out with her for the last time. I broke up with her via a text message. That's crazy. And never saw her again after that. So, I, I, when I say, guys, we laid everything down, yeah. I laid everything down to where... I had nowhere to go back to. Yeah, Like it wasn't like, let me go to the party one last time. Let me just see what my friends are doing. I broke everything, got rid of everything and went all in and was like, my only friends were you, Nino, yeah. which is my uncle, and uh, Amy Jones, yeah. which was your friend that brought yeah, you to church. That,
1: brought me- that was it.
0: We, we, we only, it was three or four of us. I'm like, it's literally my sister and my uncle. I have no friends, <sighs> but I knew I had a word and yeah. it didn't matter if I had no friends. I'm like, I have a word from God. We're yeah. going to see revival. We're going to see revival. We're going to see revival. And you guys were like, okay, I yeah. guess let's just pray. And We so- were really
1: just like, you were leading and we were like supporting and we were being changed in the meantime. Yeah, And that's why I say like, everyone thought I saved you, but you saved me because I didn't know I was lukewarm. I had never seen a radical Christian before. I, mm. I mean, it shouldn't even be called radical. I've never seen a Christian, a real yeah. Christian before in that sense. Um, of course, like, I know I don't want to. I don't know, I don't want to bash a lot of people that we knew or even our parents because, you know, they spoke in tongues. But they would them. tell you they their, weren't on fire. It was their own relationship. Yeah. But I hadn't seen anyone prophesy. I didn't know word of knowledge. I didn't know about any of the gifts. I didn't know about demons. Yeah. I had never heard, seen none of that. So um, I just, like you said, went to the Purity Conference. I had my, like, true love weights ring. And I just thought, you know, you journal and you read your Bible. You don't cuss and you're good to go. So it really rocked my world and... Everything I thought I knew, seeing you live it out. Yeah. And learning about everything that is in the Bible because you were like, oh, this is in the Bible. Then that means we could do it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's in the Bible? Cool. Like, okay. And so, um, yeah, it was just, it was just wild.
0: And I think we all were reading the Bible unfiltered the way the Bible should be read. Yeah. I always think like, if we have all these doctrines and theologies in the, in, that we've made up that have to do the Bible, but if you gave someone a Bible on an island and just said, there's no commentary, there's no translation, here's the English Bible on an island, yeah. what conclusions would they come up with? In my opinion, That's I could right. be wrong, they would read what the disciples did and go, oh, I'm a disciple of Jesus, yeah. I can do these things too. Like No one would read the Bible on an island and go, oh, I don't think miracles are supposed to happen anymore. Yeah, I don't think demons are around anymore. That's a good analogy. I don't don't think uh, we should be praying all the time. I don't think we should, I think we should just, like no one reads the Bible and goes, oh, we should just pray the sinner's prayer and go to church on Sunday. You won't even find, guys, oh man, I hate to say this. You won't even find church on Sunday in the Bible. It wasn't like, oh, we just go to church for 90 minutes and serve, there's no 90 minute God in scripture. Mm -hmm. So we read the Bible that way in our early days. And Nino, thank God, was basically like, (laughs) who is already in church and and our parents as well they were just like let's just see what happens like yeah. they didn't, they didn't want to Mom and Dad and Nino and Nina and all of our, our cousins that were watching what was happening and a part of it, they didn't want to tell us like, "Oh no, that's not for today." They didn't People want to don't do
1: that anymore. Yeah, they didn't want to
0: neuter us with the religious mindset yeah, that they God. they had. Mm-hmm. And that's the danger of getting so involved in these a lot of these denominations and even a lot of Bible colleges. They're completely dead. There's no power of God. All they do is they stifle the power of God. Yeah, just like the Pharisees, Jesus is like, you don't, you can't experience the power of God because of your your head knowledge and because yeah. of all of your ideas. And our parents and our aunts and uncles and cousins and everybody that supported and was a part of what we're doing, they were just like, oh, yeah, it does say that. Like, let's just do it then. Yeah. And they were seeing the life change in all of us, and it was just it was just radical. And uh,
1: no one could dispute you, your t- like, God yeah. encountering you. There was nothing to say. Like, it, everybody knew that it was God. Yeah. It was so visible that God had touched you that— if we said something to you, it was like we were speaking against God. Mm. And I still feel that way. When you preach, when you like, it's a special anointing, like knowing you and how you were and how you are, and just like even your personality, you're not one to want to be on a stage. And yeah. even just all of those, all the things you do that God anointed you to do, I know it's your anointing. I know it's your calling. And when you speak, I take it as a word from God. Yeah. And that's how it's been from the beginning is we all saw the transformation and we saw that God had touched you and we were like... All right, Lord, like, whatever you want to do. You yeah. Know? And it's
0: so surreal looking back and thinking about it because I'm like, it feels like another life, yeah. and it really happened. And I, and we didn't fully understand that our little yeses in a small, well, it wasn't that small, but a, a country home in Manteca were going to yeah. matter on a national scale. Like yeah. millions of lives would be changed because of our family just being like, yes to God. Yeah. And we talked about it. Like we're going to reach millions of people. We're going to, and we were in a little house in the yeah. middle of nowhere. You would have
1: tons of visions. Like it, I had a vision of millions of people. Yeah.
0: It was, it's so crazy that we're living that out. And I've said this a million times. It's my famous line. Like I am I feel like at any moment I'm going to wake up yeah. and be like, that was a crazy dream. Because we're literally living a dream. Yeah. Our family, what God has done in our... It's sim- mind blowing. It's... It's... Guys, we could sit here for a six-hour podcast yeah. and not even scratch the service on the goodness of God. Like yeah. David said, the things you've done for me are countless. I can't yeah. count how many things you, the Lord has done for me. Yeah. It's uncountable and so sovereign and so impossible. Our family was the least likely. None of us really had a relationship with each other. Then for God to raise up our family, this prayer meeting start. Us all start praying twenty four hours a day in our and house, doing
1: it all together. That it was like it one was family crazy. member after another, after another. It was just fire catching, right? Yeah. It was spreading Everybody, like wildfire. You
0: know, if you were in our family, you had to get saved. You had no choice. <laughs> My brother, who got saved, you know, a month or two after, he literally texted me, who's sitting here doing the computer, and said, "I'm going to go to hell." He texted me this mm-hmm. just to prove to you, not everyone in our family is going to be saved. Yep. And I was like, I, "I already claimed it. I already yeah. claimed it. God already told me you're getting saved. Yeah. I already." I've already seen you saved. I've already seen you worshiping. And then a couple days later, a week later, he ends up getting saved. But our whole family got swept up into this. Even our friends. Yeah. Like, my friends were like, where's the party? And I'm like, come over to my house. They were coming over, (laughs) just getting saved, manifesting. We didn't. We were casting out demons. We didn't think it was crazy. We were like, oh, this is just what the disciples did. And our friends were manifesting, getting delivered. And we didn't sit there and go, oh, well, you know what? That's not for today. Or, oh, no. We were just
1: figuring out as we went. We were just like, oh, this person's screaming. Like, what is this? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I remember our our first few deliverances. We were just like, come out of them. Like, we had no clue what. We 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 didn't have
1: people, catchers. People were flying, hitting our piano and falling on the floor. We (laughs) had no
0: reference to anything. We didn't know. We were giving words of knowledge. We were prophesying over the animals. I was like, (laughs) Telling the squirrel, you will live and not die. I didn't know. We were praying over. I remember one of our tires went
1: flat. Oh, did I say the car? Yeah, and John
0: Nunez, yeah. one of our friends who got saved radically. Same thing was, you know, never was in church, was out there. He's like, let's lay hands on it. And even, I remember even back then, I was like, were crazy yeah like john was laying hands on a flat tire i command air to come back in jesus name and i'm like i
1: remember one of the girls bringing her cats over because her cat was sick and we all prayed over her we cat. just
0: didn't care we were praying over flat tires we were praying over a headache it didn't matter and it was 24 hours yeah. the prayer meeting never ended no we would get off of work at starbucks i think it was like in and out starbucks round table yeah all and of our jobs all of our friends yeah, yeah like worked at those couple places and we would just round table apron starbucks apron whatever We didn't even
1: text each other like who what house it was we just 24 7 it was just like i remember logan always in his round table uniform he would just pull up walk in the door and be on the floor with his hands up like we were always crazy. praying like everyone knew that's what we were doing so in between shifts that's where we were i remember writing papers and It was horrible. I was in my room and I can hear everyone praying and it's like due in a few hours and I'm just like, yes, Lord, like trying to pray. And I'm like, Lord, blind the professor's eyes to this paper because it's so horrible and I'm so tired and I'd rather be praying and I'm not even paying attention to what I'm writing. But, and then we would sleep for one hour and go to our Starbucks shift. And
0: we were living on probably one to two hours of sleep a day. We were all super radical and none of us, (laughs) again, it was early days. We were all like 19, 20, 21 in that age group. But we didn't know like you should not be up all night like all yes. these young adults in a house together because we weren't sleeping. We were yeah. literally praying. and We
1: would like play ping pong and we're, have some we're, meals yes. and then go we back were to eating,
0: prayer. Yes, we were eating, praying, and then like playing ping pong, going to work. I, I don't even know if we slept two, three hours a night. And it was 24-7. And our, our theory behind this was we just partied all the time. We drank all the time. Yeah. We were in the world all the time. What do you – we didn't even understand. What do you mean you go to church on Sunday? Yeah. Like you – you only pray on Sunday. You don't do this all the time every day. We were we just thought everybody did this. And yeah. I remember Nino telling us, yeah, like, Isaiah, this is not normal. Like most Christians don't pray like this. You guys are radical. And I'm like, radical. I remember What's Googling. Yeah. I remember Googling the word radical. Some one of my old Christian friends was like. Oh yeah, don't go around Isaiah and them. They're too radical, and I'm like, is that bad? And I looked it up, and it said like the root, the original, like the perp, the yeah. original purpose of something, the root. And oh, I, I didn't was like, even wait, know that. That's so I good. was like, radical means the root, the beginning before oh. something was like perverted or something was watered down. I'm like, we are radical, yeah. we are crazy, yeah. And then it became.
1: And we just couldn't ra- get enough because yeah. the presence was so thick. We were like, why would we want to leave? Like, yeah. there is nothing better. There's nothing else for us. Yeah. Like. We're doing these other things because we kind of have to as like responsible adults, but you were ready to quit your job. You're like, I'm going to put, you know, the oh, potato yeah, sack on. Oh yeah, I was ready. I, t- I called my mom
0: one day at work. I said, I'm quitting Starbucks. <laughs> I want to put a potato sack on and go preach in front of Walmart that the world is ending. I had like a vision of me being like the world is ending, like in front of Walmart and Manteca being like the, the world's ending. Yeah, God is coming to harvest the earth. I was just so Every day was the last day. Yeah. And then I remember we moved out all the furniture from the house. Mom had this plant that she didn't want us to move. And I'm like, that's three souls. People are going to come. And it did. Three it was,
1: chairs could fit right yeah, there. Yeah, 30
0: people showed up, then 50, then 80, yeah. then 100, yeah. then two, three, four. We had upwards of four 500 people showing up to my house, 200 people outside looking through the windows. It was just so radical. And I remember one day God saying, you need to remove everything out of the house that is unholy. And this, oh, is, when I say this, people <laughs> that are listening are like, oh, that's not the Bible, brother. That's legalistic. And my response to you is just keep having no move of God. Yeah. Just keep having no move of God. Keep seeing the power of God not move in your life. If you want to see something you've never seen before, you have to do stuff you've never done before. Yes. And so God told me, I want to move in your home, but I can't be dwelling where there's anything unholy. So I got rid of all the movies, all the games, all yep. the TVs. He and ran then through the house like a madman. I was man, rummaging, just like... getting rid of everything. And then God told me, there's Harry Potter DVDs under your brother's hamper that he's hiding. So yeah. I went in his room. Nico was all mad. Get out of my room, you freak. You're a freak. And I'm like, there's I'm like there's something in here. And he's like, get out of here. And he had just bought the and Harry And like ran over to the hamper. Yeah, the Harry Potter on Blu-ray. Brand yeah, brand new. And he hit him in the bottom of his hamper and I went into this through all, and mind you, a college-age guy yeah. in a dirty hamper, so you guys can just imagine the smells that were there. <laughs> and You're I was, I, I was digging through his dirty clothes. He had hid them because he knew I was getting rid of everything. He's yeah. like, "This guy's nuts." And he wasn't. he was at the time. a
1: master hider. These would be behind things, under things, in things. And I
0: found those Harry Potter TVs. I I remember running, and he chased me out the house. I was running around the back of our property, running around. He's like, "Give me those!" I think he chased me until he was too tired, and I ended up just throwing them away. <laughs> you ran to Cody's. Yeah, I ran to Cody's house, our neighbor. <laughs> so then I was like, "Okay." Ran to okay. our neighbor's house. Then and then I went back to prayer, and I shared this on my sermon in Tennessee. If you guys listened to my sermon last night, I shared this story, And but you're here, so I'll have you share it. Yeah. And then I was in prayer, and I was like, all right, Lord, is now the time for revival? Is now the time? Because <laughs> the Lord literally told me, there's unholy things. I want to dwell in such a special way, but I can't if there's unholy things. So... Again, those of you that are like this is legalism, go find some lukewarm broadcast to watch. And I was like, okay, let me. What is it, Lord? And the Lord's like, there's one more thing. There's a bottle of alcohol in your sister's room, and you were like, no. I was like, there's no way. She's the one that invited me to church. (laughs) She's like, she's pretty much. I in my mind, my sister was like as holy as Mary is to a Catholic. I'm like, there's no way. She's she's like she's so holy. And the Lord's like, no. There's a bottle of alcohol in her room. You need to remove it so my presence can dwell at this house. Yeah. So I go into your room and then you tell what happened. <laughs> yeah, what do you remember? Yeah, so I remember
1: I was going to bed. I had like just gotten in bed, my lights are off, and Isaiah pokes his head in like in the crack of the door. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to bed. And he's like, I'm I, i I'm trying to remember how you said it, but you were like, you have anything in yeah, here? Yeah, I was like, is there anything in here? Is there anything in here? And I'm like, no. You're like, "You." I don't remember all the details, but I remember you going into my closet and I had hidden it. So... I didn't drink, I mean, I had in the past, I had drinking a few times, but this bottle was unopened. I did not plan to drink it. It was a gift from my former boss, because it was a restaurant, it was like a new expensive bottle of tequila. Um, And I, in the moment I was like, it's rude not to take it. I didn't want to throw it away because I worked there. I knew it was expensive. I didn't want to give it to someone else. So I didn't know what to do with it. So I just hid it in my closet. And I, I think I've totally forgot about yeah, it, Yeah, I came in, I
0: was like, there's something in here the Lord showed me. He gave me a word of knowledge. He gave me a vision. And you're like... What do you mean? I was like, there's something and I ran to your closet and I started rummaging I through like, your closet. Oh. And you're like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. You're like, oh, are you talking about the bottle? I was like, <laughs> yes, it's in tequila. here. And then she pulled it. You had it hidden deep somewhere. And, and I think I it still
1: out. was even like, well, should I just give it back to them? And you were like, no, no. are you kidding me? I was like, we, we don't sell down our down idols. Sink. We
0: destroy our idols. Yeah.
1: I still was like, but it's expensive. And you were like, no, we're pouring it down the sink. We're throwing it away.
0: And that was the last hindrance yeah. to revival. So then we pour that I went back to prayer and the Lord's like, all right, now I can move. Again,
1: so I crazy. wanna
0: say it sounds so crazy. Yeah. But then if I fast forward to the lady that walks in the door the first week of the revival and says, I don't know who you guys are. I was driving down the road and some voice told me to pull into this part to into this driveway. I saw a bunch of cars here. I heard music playing. I walked in here. I don't know why I'm here. That That's sounds crazy. crazy. Yeah. But that happened yeah. as a result of Let's get rid of the Harry Potter. Let's get rid of the... Yeah. Tic- we, how many stories did we have of people going, I don't even know how I got here. I just heard yeah, there was some young so guy many. in Manteca. And guys, I, 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 I should have had in the front videos of our house, queued up. Yeah. People would
1: park in front of our house to feel the presence of God yep. and say, I just needed a touch from God, so I parked in front of your house. Yeah, and they like would sit we, there and, and pray. Multiple people said that. And we would
0: literally ask people, where'd you come from? I don't know. I just... A voice yeah. told me, I just had, uh, someone told me there was this young man in Matika and I wish I had the video. I would be preaching guys in a living room with uh, 200 people in the living room, a hundred people in the kitchen, a hundred people in the second living room, people down the hall, 200 people outside. And people would be, God is my witness, sitting on my feet. Yeah. I, I, am I telling the yeah, truth?
1: Yeah, and we would have to try to move them because you sitting were like moving Sitting on around. my
0: feet and I'd be standing there baptizing the first 50 people in saliva because I'm screaming. <laughs> I had, people would be like, why? And then online, because we'd post the videos, it's like, why does this guy have a speaker if he's in a living room? Then they'd show, there's people all through the house. The people outside
1: looking through the windows. We would have to open up all the blinds, all the windows. It was
0: insane. It was sovereign. There was no promotion. There was no flyer. There was no Facebook. It was all fresh. And it was our friends, our family, Nico's wife, Stevie, who got saved in the revival, said, I remember turning onto your street and my hand's trembling. She's in the chat right there. People literally say, I remember Pastor Steve Mm -hmm. and he had a big church in Manteca. Steve Priya, he said, "I turned down the corner and I just started shaking and crying because the, literally, guys, we're not boasting or bragging. The presence of God dwelled in the house so strong, people down the road would be like, I feel something.' My brother Nico, before he was saved,
1: I was going to mention this. Put (laughs) towels, yeah,
0: under his door because he thought, I don't know what is in this house. Something keeps coming into my room and I'm waking up happy. And he was, (laughs) he was not a believer. He didn't want it. He felt God. He thought he can stop God." by putting a towel under his door and God wouldn't go on in that crack. Like as if you can stop God and man, we could go on about Nico getting saved, Sunshine getting saved.
1: I remember making making people coffee at Starbucks and inviting them as I'm like handing them their coffee. I don't know if you remember Vanessa. She was a part of our ministry for a little bit in the very beginning. Yes, I
0: remember She had a
1: brace on her wrist and I was handing her coffee and I'm like, oh, what happened? And then I'm like, you should come tonight. God can heal you. Like it can be that simple. Like you should come to my house. We're praying God can heal you. And I remember her telling me later, she was like, I didn't know what you guys were going to do. Like, I was raised in a different religion. I didn't know if you are going to, like, strap me down and do all these weird things. <laughs> She's like, but I thought it was worth a try, you know. Yeah. And she got radically saved. Well, she got healed, and she got radically saved. And I think she still is to this day. Yeah, but.
0: It's, it's incredible. I, I'm like, I would give a million dollars to go back. But at the same time, that was, like what made us who we are today that living room it was crazy if you were there some of you were there's 3,000 of you watching some of you were there it was absolutely incredible it was amazing and then i remember i want to share this story we have to talk about you doing deliverance on me because everybody wants to know when you cast demons out of me and i'm sure you have you remember better than me because i was screaming and demons were running like flying out of me but i remember going to college a few days after being saved and trying to as i'm trying to witness to people i wanted to growl and i'm like there's something in me (laughs) again guys (laughs) (laughs) please with the whole oh well christians can't have demons we didn't think there was no doctrine there was no idea we just knew i just knew i was radically saved i didn't want to watch porn i didn't want to drink i didn't want to cuss i was born again i was speaking in tongues like i was saved undeniably radical got rid of everything all we were
1: doing was praying praying
0: nonstop. but here we are a few days after i got saved and i'm like Mm -hmm. trying to share my faith at starbucks and i would basically talk and go like like clear my throat like i felt something this is the best way to describe it. I want to try not to be religious because you know, 13 years later now I know all the terms. So I don't want to use all the religious terms. I just felt like something was trying to crawl out of my throat. Yeah. And I'm like, something is in my throat. What is this? And then I, I remember went,
1: you would talk about God and you would.
0: <clears throat> I was coughing like the yeah. demons wanted to leave me. And then I went to my car at college and I was trying to get him out. I'm like, yeah. come out. And they were, I was like screaming. It was just crazy. Yeah. So then I told you, I'll let you pick up the story. But I yeah. remember being at Starbucks, trying to evangelize someone. And then like, like a demon wanting to crawl to my throat. And I was growling. And I'm like, why am I growling? This is crazy. And then I... Said, I need you to do deliverance I remember
1: I was getting, I was about to leave to class. So if anyone knows Modesto Junior College, if anyone's local, the parking is nuts. Used and this to be was, horrendous. This was years ago. I don't can't even remember how long. But anyway. 13 years ago. It was even worse back then. So I sound so old saying that. I'm I'm young, okay? So anyway. We're
0: old now as my back like, hurts. No, I'm just kidding. It
1: was, it was even worse. And so we would have to go super early for parking. And I'm mentioning this because I remember you told me, you were like, I know you're leaving a class right now, but I need you to cast my demons out first and don't worry about parking because God said that you're going to get a front row parking. And I'm like, okay, but I have like five or 10 minutes and you're like, it's okay. Just cast them out real quick. I had never done it. I had never heard about it. We, like we said, we you guys, in. we're a few days in, we are just day by day. God is doing crazy things every single day. God was doing something new and he, the Holy Spirit was teaching us. So you're like, you could do it. God told me you could do it. Like, so then I'm like, honestly, oh, sit up for this one. I'll never forget. This, is so this day is so clear. So we're in the front room and you were like, just pray and just tell me when you're ready. You're going to know when you're ready. So you were kind of coaching me through it by like what God was telling you. And I remember what I remember. Show me your glory was on by Kim Walker.
0: Shout out to Kim Walker.
1: Shout out to Kim Walker. I love that song. And I just remember I was, my back was facing you. So you're standing behind me, just kind of like waiting and like praying and ready. And I was just praying. And then I just felt it. I just felt it come over me. And I was like, it's time. And I turned around and put my hand out. And you're like, you probably don't remember because it happened to you. But the best way I could describe it is like Dragon Ball Z. You <laughs> flew, I'm that. you literally <laughs> Flew to the ground and I didn't even touch you. I literally just, I remember I turned around and just put my hand out and you flew to the ground and started screaming demons out. And then at that point is when I started praying over you and I was just like, get out. And they just were I remember out.
0: dad was there and dad was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, dad He was like, you guys can't that. do this. This yeah. isn't right. And you're like, come out.
1: <laughs> yeah, get out of him. There's more. So then I just, and then you were, I think, if I remember right, I think you were even helping me like, that one's shame. That one's yeah, this. yeah. And so we were just going for it. And I even remember a time you delivered me, and I don't ever remember, I mean, I've been delivered so many times at this point, but it was one of the first times, and I just remember, mine was more just weeping, but I felt things leaving me, and I remember laying on the floor, and my hands just felt like they couldn't move, and you were like, God's taking this, and God's doing this, and you were just calling them out. Um, so it was just like a daily thing yeah I remember after the deliverance
0: you're like I gotta go I went in the mirror and I kid you not did not recognize myself I was like this is not the same person and some people know this some people don't I never can make eye contact with anybody before I was saved like this would have never happened I could never look anyone in the eye even when I was in um, college for administration of justice all Mm -hmm. my law enforcement professors were like you need to make eye contact with me Saldivar I could not make eye contact with anyone after that spirit of shame, spirit of lust, perversion, all came out of yeah. me. I remember looking in the mirror because I couldn't look in the mirror. You I could not look let at myself. Let in the mirror. Take a picture of I you. didn't take pictures. I had dark circles around my eyes. Yeah. I literally looked in the mirror. I was all the dark circles. Physically, dark circles were gone from my eyes Thank for the you first God. time in my life. I re, I feel like I remember, and that shame, that guilt was gone, and it was so life changing that now I can make eye contact. And there's some people watching, and it, those that are not spiritual are not going to understand this, but you don't understand. These symptoms you have, for example, I just thought, oh, I just don't like making eye contact. Yeah. Think about this. For six, seven years of my life, I never made eye contact with people. I didn't know why. I had no clue. It was a spirit of shame that was living in me, a demon of shame living in me that didn't want to look people in the eye. How crazy is that? So crazy. I didn't know it was a demon. I didn't think, oh, I have demons. I never once in my life thought I had demons until all of a sudden I'm trying to pray. I'm trying to read and they're manifesting. Yeah. And then that thing got cast out. And then I was able to make eye contact. And then I never took pictures. for How many years did I not take pictures? I 10 years maybe? Since From you the age were like of old 10 enough to, to be
1: like, no, I don't want to take pictures. You didn't take them. When
0: my grandma passed away, my dad's like, we have zero pictures of Isaiah. I never took pictures. I
1: remember your girlfriend was always furious because she'd be like, take I would one never picture take with pictures. me. And you'd be like, no, what absolutely was that? not.
0: Why? Spirit of shame. Yeah. Spirit of shame. I didn't even know. I remember church being like, I don't know why I don't like pictures. I hate pictures. Yeah. But it was the spirit of shame. And then I was, of course, the lust, the perversion, these thoughts. And then like, I had friends telling me, dude, you're so perverted. You say stuff that like, how do you even think of that? It's so dark. And these are not Christians. Yeah. These are my worldly friends used to say that when I was unsafe. Yeah. Now I look back and go, oh, those were demons creating those perverted, nasty, disgusting thoughts. So yeah, I got fully delivered and then deliverance just broke out. Revival broke out. Is there anything else you remember? I remember going remember? to
1: class because my friend was Christian, and she saved me a seat. And we weren't, like, close friends, but she was, like, my school friend. I yeah. knew her from church. And so she saved me a seat, and I sat down. And I was just, I mean, it was the first time I'd ever seen demons come out. God used me to do it. I was, like, mind-blown. Like, I didn't hear real. a word the professor said. I was sitting there, and I was like, I just cast demons out of my brother. <laughs> and she's like, really? I'm like. Cause I mean, I was like, I could tell her yeah, and I love her. But anyway, she was like, wow, that's so cool. What happened." And I'm like, dude, it was crazy. Like we're just yeah. whispering while my professor's talking and I'm like, dude, I in my front room, like, and I'll just tell everyone I did get a front row parking. Okay. So there you
0: go. Anyway. I remember actually dad being like Cherish just called me and said she got a front row parking. And dad <laughs> yes. was like, you guys are crazy. Cause yeah. my dad and mom, They they were so excited, but they didn't really know what to do with us. They were like, this is so beyond what we've ever seen or experienced. And we would be like, mom and dad, in 20 minutes, this is going to happen. Someone's going to call. Someone's going to walk through the door. One of our friends is going to come over. And we were like getting all these words and knowledge. You were just
1: in a state of prophesying. And that is what brought a lot of our family into be like even Sunshine. Remember? Yeah. When she came back for college and you were like, this happened in the car. And this happened. And she was just like...
0: My older sister was like, I don't even recognize you. Ran across the street to my uncle's, was crying. Like, who's that guy across the street? That's not my brother. Yeah. And my, she hadn't seen me in six months. And my uncle's like, that's the, that's the Isaiah, the real Isaiah. The other Isaiah was an imposter. And, and then I gave her like five hours worth, w- hours worth of words of knowledge from her life, from the car ride, from the people she was with. And God was just giving us all these crazy words of knowledge yeah. to see our Nico save. He got a radical deliverance. And then Sunshine gets saved. And then our parents are on fire. But they yeah. really were like... This is crazy. I remember at two in the morning, we were casting demons out of oh. out of Ashley, and we were praying and yeah. casting up demons. And my mom had to work early at like four in the morning or five in the morning. At two a.m., yeah. she's like Isaiah, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm in trouble" because we're casting up demons at two in the morning yeah, in our living and room. Yeah, we hear her
1: coming to the kitchen because we were up
0: all night. We were just going crazy, yeah. and I'm, we heard my mom cr- screaming. And I was like, "I'm in trouble." My mom has to get up for work, so I go over there. I'm like, "Yes, mom." She's like. You're not using the name of Jesus enough, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, use okay, because she was listening to us, you know, and she had to get up early for work. But we, <laughs> it was so normal to see deliverances and miracles and our house becoming a place for revival. That went on an entire year. Yeah. And someone in the chat, like way earlier, is like, "You guys actually believe this, bro? We don't believe this. We live this. Yeah. Like we have video proof of everything we're talking about. We live this out. We have video of." 500 people in my living room. This is on record. This isn't yeah. like we're telling stories. Yeah. This is documented Go to our on
1: post on Instagram. Yes. And you can see our front room. Yes, up. this is
0: on record. What God did and what God launched us into, and we're still living the fruit of that. Like is any other stories you can think of or anything else with the house. Just uh, incredible. I we know, ended up a year so there, many. and then moving to a building. We were in a building for uh, the next five years, and then we went to a third building for the next like five years. It was we. It was about ten years, almost to the dot of the of the. Yeah, I mean, to it was nine. just
1: nonstop. I remember certain people just would start man, like our friends. Like it was just one after the other getting delivered. Yeah, like every day. And I just remember we were all hanging out in the front room, and I don't. I won't say who, but certain people started manifesting. And I remember calling my friend. I remember calling Hannah and being like, dude, you have to get over here. She's manifesting. I'm by myself. Yes. And I think you were working or sleeping or something. And I'm like calling for backup because it's the middle of the night and I can't get this person. I'm like, dude, they're crawling up the walls. Like, yeah. It, it was, was crazy. crazy. We saw a lot of
0: crazy manifestations, a lot of deliverance. And remember, guys, we were all partying. We were all drinking. We were all out there. We weren't like... Going to church. All yeah. of our friends were in the world and they didn't a lot of them never even went to church. Yeah. We want this is a funny story. One time we had all of our friends that just got saved, and we ended up getting them all to Nino's house. And we're like, Okay, we're gonna get all of our newly friends saved that just got saved. None a lot of them never been to church in their life. We're gonna all watch the passion of the Christ. Yeah. So we're all sitting there, Nino's there, we're all watching <laughs> the passion and the whole movie they're asking Nino questions. Why are they, who is that guy? Why are they whipping that guy? Why are they putting a crown of thorns and Nino's like, we gotta just watch the movie because we kept pausing it. Because guys, these are people that That never been to church. Like I remember Andrew Montero being like, I've never been to church in my life. Yeah. Who's Jesus? When I was telling Andrew Montero about Jesus, he's like, hold on dude, who's Jesus? I'm like, wait, you don't know? He's like, no, I've never been to church. A lot of our friends never, Yeah, they were like, Noah, what do you mean a boat? Like, he built a boat? How long did it take? Like they, No one had an idea of the stories in the Bible. They were just like, wait, why did they put him on a cross? I don't understand. What did he do? He didn't do anything wrong. Why are they doing this to him? But everyone was so new and so fresh that it was just...
1: And I think we walk around every day assuming that everybody knows everyone's heard of Jesus before, everyone knows, no, especially if you've been raised in church, you're just like, oh, they know that. Oh, that's normal. Like, no, we are the ones that are supposed to be telling people. Yes. So that is such a good point. Even Andrew, I will never forget, he was like skeptical. So he was just kind of following us around, but not fully committed because he knew you before. So he's like, okay, this has to be real, yeah. but he knew nothing. So I'll never forget the first deliverance he saw and the person is screaming out demons right in front of his face. And he was just... Like, like leaning next to you, like it's real. And he was just all in after that. But yeah, Yeah,
0: it was, it was a big shock for me one day when we were praying, we did like a 12 hour prayer meeting and then seeing Logan, who I used to party with, do all this. This is like a month after we're saved. And I'm sitting there, I've told the story before on my knees, Logan's on his knees. We're eight hours into a, to a, we were praying for like the ending of abortion. We're like, we're not going to end this prayer meeting until abortion ends. We're sitting there (laughs) praying and praying and praying eight hours in, we're crying and I remember I have this vivid memory of looking at Logan, seeing him bawling. Man, I get emotional talking about it. Hold on. Yeah. Seeing him bawling his eyes out, tears coming down his face, and then thinking, dude, a month ago, I yeah. was doing drugs and partying with this guy. Yeah. Like, Logan was the biggest drug stoner, just yeah. the guy farthest. And here's now my best friend, stoner, biggest drug guy, next to me, eight hours in, sobbing, As we're praying for the ending of abortion, like how, just to give you guys a picture of how radical things were, it wasn't like, oh, this is just part, this is, like, it was so radical that we were going from partying, drinking, drugs, this, to now our friends are in eight-hour prayer meetings, like, and then we were doing 24-hour prayer. Remember the college were like, we're going to do a 24-hour prayer (laughs) meeting, and we were all like, it was just so We were just trying to see how radical we can get. It was straight revival. Then we went to a building, but we were still revival, still having prayer. Then we went to a third building. Then we started having kids and getting married. And it was like, okay, now we're having kids. Now we're getting married. And I think a lot of us felt a little bit of like shame or guilt because we didn't have that same passion, that same fire. But it was a different season of our life. And I want to tell people... If you're in a season of your life where you have kids and you're married don't listen to these stories of us when we were 18 19 and be like i wish i could be on fire like that yeah. you still can yeah in your own 100%. way you still can with kids you still can yeah. getting get married it might not look exactly the same but man if you're young like we were and you're start a prayer meeting at your yeah. house get on fire for god tell what is let me ask this what is stopping you from next week inviting all your friends and family to your house and saying we're moving all the furniture out. Yeah. We're moving every idol out. We're going to give God a month and we're going to pray. Yeah. And this is literally church. All we did. Yeah. We're going to turn on worship music and we're just going to share testimonies. And we're just going to start laying hands and praying for each other. Yeah. There, It was just, and watch God break out, watch deliverance, break out, yeah. watch miracles, break out. Like America needs a living room revival. Yes. 100%, the American church yeah. needs the fire in your home. There's nothing stopping you. Like There's you're, nothing you stopping invite you. God.
1: He's going to show up.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And that's what it was. It was inviting God. It was every day, all day, prayer, nonstop, preaching, prayer, reading the Bible. Like we just didn't know what else to do. And it was, it wasn't a prayer meeting, it was a prayer lifestyle. It wasn't yeah. a revival service. You guys are like, why is your name of your podcast Revival Lifestyle? That's literally what we were. Yeah. We had a lifestyle. We didn't yeah. have revival meetings. We yeah. had a Revival Lifestyle where every single day we were at Starbucks and in and out and round table and on the street praying and holding when signs you up. in. prayed
1: for our coworker and he was like, is that the force? Oh, yeah.
0: I, would, I was literally at Starbucks I said, I was like, like Fill this. taking our coworkers in the back and being like, let me pray for you. And they were getting slain in the spirit. They were falling out on the back of Starbucks. And they yeah. were like, I remember I had my one of my best friends at, at Starbucks and I'm like, bro, I'm different now. He's like, what happened to you? I was like, God's going to touch you right now. And so I take him to the back and he's never been to church in his life. Yeah. I start pr- I start praying for him. I didn't tell him anything. I just said, let me pray for you. because yeah. we we're Guys, again, we were so radical. We didn't try to like, well, you know, in the New Testament, we were just like, let's pray for each other. Yeah. I take him right in front of the ice maker at Starbucks and I start praying for him. He's, he was my best friend at work and he gets slain in the spirit, falls right there on the plastic mat at Starbucks, right in the back, on his back. He's like, gets right up and is like, dude, then he looks at me and goes, are you a Jedi? <laughs> He's like, he literally he literally was like, was that the force? I'm like, bro, that was not the force. That was the power of the Holy Spirit. You yeah. just got slain the spirit. And he got saved and was at the revival. One person and after
1: another at Starbucks was getting saved. Was, I remember being on the Our drive- whole
0: story, there was only like one or two people that didn't get saved at our Starbucks. Yeah. Everybody was getting
1: saved. I remember being in the drive-thru and I would be like, I would get this feeling in my back or something. And I was like, hey, I know ask her coworker. Are you having pain on the right side of your back? And she was like, how do you know that? And I'm like, I feel like God just told me, Bala, let me pray for you real quick." Literally in between drinks. And then I was kept asking for more cuz I mean, everyone always was having ailments and Yeah, pains we and actually myths. got in
0: trouble my my boss was like, my boss really <laughs> liked me, but he also was like, "Dude, you have to stop cuz I was telling everyone through the drive-thru, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I heard you change, I heard I heard something happening." I'm like, "Yeah, um mm-hmm. Let me get someone to cover me. Go to the, pull around. I want to go pray for you. And I was walking out because if a drink took a long time, you'd walk them out. Yeah, you'd walk them out their drinks. He'd be like, just pull to the front and I'm going to walk you out your drink. So I was like walking out every drink. And my boss is like, my boss is like, dude, why are you walking out every drink? And I would go out to their car, lay hands on them and start praying for them. And he's like, dude, you can't be praying for people. You can't be praying in tongues over the headset. Cause we had a little headset and I'd be like, everybody, we need to pray right now. We need to pray in tongues. And he's like, you can't be praying in tongues on the headset, dude like because he wasn't a christian <laughs> yeah but man we we saw so many people get healed through the drive-through so many people and then we ended up getting in trouble because i had my bible right there i was like i have to have my bible right by me in the drive-through and he's like you can't have your bible right yeah. there where all the customers are yeah. coming and it was just so but I radical will say,
1: we are and I'm not bragging, but we are very hard workers. We respect yes. our workplace. We're early.
0: We're the top we, employees.
1: Yeah, and so as a Christian, you should stand out. You should be the best. You should be respectful. You should, so we weren't like going against all the rules. We were just preaching and ministering as we went. And when he told us certain things, we abided by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as a Christian, you should be an amazing worker. They sh- You should be the number one. You should be like Joseph. And we were raised that way.
0: We were raised like you work hard. All of my siblings yeah. graduate at 16 from high school. We all started college at 16. We all yeah. had jobs at 16. We all had permits at 15 and a half. We all yeah. got our license the day we turned 16. We all had cars at 16. Like yeah. my parents taught us. You work hard. When you go to a workplace, you're the best worker there. Yeah. Nobody's going to outwork you. No one's going to be. You work. And our dad did that. We yeah. watched our dad work 14 to 16 hours a day every single day. Yeah. And buy us a beautiful ranch home. We had dirt bikes, horses. Like my yeah. dad taught he set us. the example. You work hard. My mom stayed at home and homeschooled us. And we just, we, we, my parents raised us right. And although just to circle back around, we all strayed from God. When we got saved, all those seeds grew yeah, that, that were 100%. planted and everything was, um, I want to talk about a little bit transition. So the revival's happening. It feels like everybody's getting saved. It feels yeah. like there's no one escaping. If you lived in a 70 mile radius, like you're hearing about it, mm-hmm. you're getting saved. Radical miracles. We can go. We'll do another episode on all the testimonies. Yeah, we can go I know, hours. There's so much, but talk us now, 2023 throughout the whole thing with everything shutting down, you felt like you had lost your passion. You had lost your fire. Yeah. I want to I wanna highlight something because as of recent, you and your husband, Chad, who, by the way, my sister married my best friend. Shout out to um, Chad, who's mm-hmm. right here. Uh, my sister ma- ends up marrying my best friend during the whole revival, everything. But yeah. now, you know, the awakening, we're online only. I'm doing not because of the pandemic, but because of God told us you guys need to go online. So yeah. in 2019, if you guys don't know. God told us, I want you guys to go online. The revival had been going for about a decade. And so we launch online from a word from God a couple months before everything shut down. God had us right ahead of it. It was a word from the Lord. I tell people this day, we did not go online because of COVID. We went online because God gave us a word to go online. So we started going online and you feel like, man, your fire's dying. You're in this weird place in life. But as of recent, the last what? Three months, four months.
1: Um, I would say it started like almost last December. Is okay, kind of where it started. So almost yeah, not uh, almost. The, yeah,
0: ten months ago, yeah. she gets lit on fire radically again. Chad, her husband, gets yeah. lit on fire again. And you guys have been just talk to us fast yeah. forward to that yeah. transition and whatever you feel to share. Yeah. and where you're at now.
1: Yeah. So um, like you mentioned, things went online. We were kind of waiting for the awakening to start again. Recently, got married. Started having kids right away. Um. And I shared that I've shared this on my own stuff, but my dream, my whole life, was to be a stay-at-home mom. My, if people were like, "Oh, what do you want to be?" or "What do you want to go to college for?" I was kind of just doing it in the meantime. But my goal, my I was like, I just want to be a mom. Like, I just want to be a mom. That is my dream. That's all I want. And um, and I had issues with all my relationships. I was never in a great relationship. Like every boyfriend I had cheated on me. It was just always dysfunctional. It really um caused me to have a lot of like fear and I had commitment issues and all the things. So, I finally have this husband who's the best guy I've ever met. He's godly, he's perfect. Well, he's over hey. there. Hey, Chad. And we start having kids and it's my dream come true. So, I think it was easy to get comfortable and the blessings of God started to be put before God. Mm. And then with not being in community, it was just like I started getting isolated. Mm. And, um, so this journey of being relit on fire started in December of last year, but you're, you're kind of right. Cause I think it really like officially like February or March is when we were just like, couldn't sleep, couldn't eat. Like God encountered us. Our whole lives have been changed all over again. And it's just this whole new wind, this whole new fire. So in between that, Um, kind of like we talked about your whole life changes, you get married, you have kids and you think, wow, I can't pray all day. I can't read all day. I'm, you know, taking, I'm a wife and a mother and these children are depending on me. And so it's finding your place as a Christian and as your relationship with God of what does this look like now? What? I mean, like I said, you just, you can't read and pray all day. So anyway, um, in December, I'll just go from there, which <clears throat> I've never shared this before. Well, here, Quick drink of water. You're doing quick. good.
0: The Thank internet's you. cutting out. Actually, take a quick second pause. Uh, okay, the perfect. internet is cutting out, guys. So we're going to give it a second. Oh. Everything's freezing. It's glitching in and out. So let me go adjust me on screen. All right, guys. This is a 20-second intermission because I don't want to end them to miss what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Okay, oh, there we go. The network's back. I need back. a break anyway. Yeah, take a break. We're going to um, take like a 10-second break while everyone's like, please start over. We can't hear you. It's coming back, guys. Okay. I, I did that, Nico, so we can see the network here. We, we are live, guys, so this is part of being live. Our network went out for a second, so it was lagging. Okay. Whenever we're back, I want everyone to type. I don't want to interrupt you while you're going, but it was, no, gl- it was glitching out. No, I'm glad because was I was like, yeah, I needed a break. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> It was a lot. We'll go. We'll oh, go cool. Yeah, no, we'll I'm recap. We'll recap it. Hey, fix the sound. Guys, we're working on it. We're working on it, all right? The, the network went out. It wasn't the sound. It was the internet. The internet went out. So we're going to check it really quick, guys. I want to make sure you don't miss this story. Okay, last thing we heard, Melissa's texting me saying it cut out. Let's see if it's working now. All right, we're back, I think. Smooth. Audio's not working. Refresh the feed, guys, because the audio is working for me. 730. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My husband's amazing. Can she the start over? over go back. Best guy I ever met. No, not
0: back. It is back. Refresh. What is it? It's working. Yeah, it's
1: good people record. are like, there's a such thing as good guys still. We're now.
0: They're saying the sound's cutting out. It's not. I'm literally listening to it, guys. It's perfect. Okay, <laughs> yeah, they might be delayed people a little bit, People are saying Nico. it's
1: back, I think. Oh, no. Other people are saying it's still glitching. Is that
0: audio delayed? Hold on. Check one, two, testing. I hope we're not delayed our audio. Hold on. Hold on, guys. No, that looks right. Alright, hold on, guys. Working now. Everything's good. We're back. We're back. It's cutting out. I have- I have it- my stream pulled up on my phone and it's working perfect. I don't know. I- I, I can't do anything else for you. It says it's- it says it's working. Let's see.
1: Someone did start her from the beginning.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. good now. Is it good now? Okay.
1: Testing, testing. Yeah, let's get some more. It's good. Wine. I'll it's good. All right. Put a one in the chat if you can hear us. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it
0: sounds good. Devil's mad. It's good. Good here. Okay, everything's so good. We're bad. back. We're back. We're back. Good now.
1: I was Church about is like, do to not,
0: get, I mean, Alyssa's like, do not let her go on like this. We're it was missing it. It's about to get now? juicy. Refresh your feed, guys.
1: I was literally just said, I've never oh, shared man. this before. And then everyone's like, it's going out.
0: Everybody's saying it's good. <laughs> I can hear everything. Okay, everyone's saying it's good. I have enough I have enough people texting me saying it's good. That's so funny. There's enough ones in the chat. It's fine. Audio's going in and out. Working now. How are we
1: doing on time?
0: Check one, two, testing. It's pre- We're good. Hour and a half in. I'm like, I can, we can
1: talk forever. No,
0: we're good. Okay, we're going to go on, guys, because everyone's saying it's good. We're an hour and a half in. Oh, an hour and 20 minutes. Just me. Okay, if you have to refresh your feed, refresh. Our, our network did go out. Our internet did go out, but we are back. So... It's working perfectly. Okay, thank you everybody texting me. Appreciate you guys. I'm getting lots of texts right now. <laughs> everybody, at least you know everyone's watching. Yeah, you have everybody thank you. watching so you. so nice.
1: I'll text you
0: right now. Yeah, everybody's knowing. I
1: got air in my. Chest.
0: Okay. Dad said he was there during the deliverance. Yeah, I remember yeah. Dad. Being, I remember Dad being like, "What are you guys doing?" Okay. All right. Let me know church whenever you're ready. We'll wait a second. Okay.
1: I I feel like
0: I'm like, Alyssa, you're texting, you're texting me. What are you going to say? Text me, Alyssa.
1: Oh, the little (laughs) dots. Yeah,
0: the dots. I have have lots of dots. Send it through. (laughs) I think, I think Nico, the chat froze because everyone's typing one. It's going to freeze the chat. All right. Let's so I'll see. kind of
1: repeat what I was saying.
0: Okay, now we're I'll back. overlap
1: it. Yeah, yeah so you so started
0: having kids right away.
1: I, I was saying I got married to the best guy I've ever met. I started having kids. That was my dream. So at that point, the blessings of God, I started putting before God. Mm. And it got easy to just um, get complacent, get comfortable, kind of go through the motions without even realizing it. As If anyone has kids, as you know, you start having kids and time, and sleep, and everything just mushes together, and you are in survival mode a lot of the time, and so that is kind of when I drifted, and what I was gonna say, I'm like, hopefully everyone can hear this, so, um, so December is when our new journey in realizing, okay, we, Chad and I sat down, and we said, we were on the couch, we need to be honest with ourselves, we're not where We should be.
0: You're preaching to somebody right now. Keep going. We're not
1: where we used to be. Put yourself
0: in her shoes, guys, as well, while she talks.
1: We have two kids at this point, and we were like, where is God in our life? We're not where we should be. We're not where we used to be. And my husband got saved in revival. I got officially saved in revival. We can't. Do the lukewarm. We can't just go on Mm. Sunday. We can't just pretend. We can't just act like everything's great when it's not. Like we are not doing what we're supposed to be doing. And I would like to clarify we were not in any intentional sin. Mm. We were living like we were before. We loved God. We just weren't in a a relationship, it wasn't our priority. That is what it comes down to. It was not our priority. Our kids had become our priority. His job, our family, What we, we were number one. And that is dangerous and that mm. is scary. So if your family is before God, if your job is before God, we all need to check ourselves tonight. So we checked ourselves and we said, okay, we're not where we should be. What are we gonna do about it? And Chad was like, well, I just, if we do anything, it needs to be real. And I'm like, yeah, like, of course, you know? And we had talked about it before. We had talked about how we were like, man, like, we need, we need to get in church. We need to pray more. We need to do this. And it was always just talk. We need we need God, we need help, we need this, right? It was just always over and over and over again, but what did we do about it? And that's why if you've watched any of my videos, I'm all about being intentional with God because you will get nowhere Mm. by just talking about how you're not where you should be, by just talking about how you need God, by just talking about, you can check yourself all you want, but okay, now what are you gonna do about it? Mm. So we sat on the couch and we were like, okay, what are we gonna do about it? And I said, let's just start was just saying we need to read and pray every day for a week, even if it's 30 minutes at night together and one chapter. We just need to do it for a week because I knew if we did it for a week, it would keep going. I knew God would do something with that. And, um, and Chad was kind of like, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like he was kind of, God was touching him. God was drawing him in, but he was also on the fence of like, how is this going to work? Because it looked so different from our first encounter yeah. with God. He only knew what it was like to have a crazy encounter with God when he was single. So now it's like our lives are so different. We're not in these revival services. Mm -hmm. We're not even a part of a church. Like, what is this going to look like? And um, I'm going to briefly share. So this is something I've never shared before. Um, And it started in December because my son got diagnosed with autism. And um, sorry, it makes me emotional. You're good. You're
0: good. You're doing good. And I'm so
1: proud of him. And he's so smart. And um, it, but it really is a part of our testimony because it isolated us and it like kind of alienated us and it was nobody else's fault, but we just didn't know. Um, he wasn't diagnosed yet and we just didn't know how to help him and we didn't know what was happening. Yeah, And um, it was like my main focus. So I got a lot of anxiety. I got so much anxiety um, just going anywhere. And so we were like always leaving family functions. We weren't around anybody. I would try to take him to church and like the sound was too loud. So it would like freak him out. So it was just like a constant, how do I do this? Like, I, how do I go to church? And then I couldn't, I, it was hard for me. I shouldn't say I couldn't, it was very hard for me to take him and my daughter places. Cause she was a baby, he was two. And I couldn't go really by myself because yeah. um, he would get like sensory overload. And so I was like trying to help him and do what is best for him as a mother but then also I'm like, where is our place? Like, I'm just home alone with these kids all day by myself. My husband is working like 18 hour shifts. Um, I can't go anywhere, or do anything. Like I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. And so I just felt very isolated. And so coming back to God, I did not realize how much damage the devil did on my mind mm. until I got like delivered again and encountered again And it was just wild because, and that's why I keep talking about isolation and the devil wants you alone because he is so sneaky. And I was still praying when I could, I still Mm. loved God. I wasn't in sin. I was serving my family. I was taking care of my children and the enemy just came in like a flood and he just attacked my mind and he made me feel alone and worthless and helpless. And I went to doctors instead of to God. And I'm, And so that was one of my biggest things I had to repent for. And I will say this. I respect doctors. I love doctors. I do. My son gets therapy. We get help. But it is wrong when you go to them before you go to God, when Mm. you take what they say over what God says. And so that is something I realized in this process where I am taking every single step to God. Okay, the doctor said this, but what do you say? okay, they're suggesting this, but what do you want me to do about mm. it? And that is what I wasn't doing is I was going to all these specialists and I was going to doctors before I even prayed. I'm like, I haven't even laid hands on my son. I haven't prayed for him. I haven't Whoa. said, God, you gave him to me first. Let me give him back to you. Yeah. And so I, and so in December is when we started seeking help for him. And I think that's when it really hit us that we needed more help from God. Like, mm. God, I cannot do this by myself. I like, did not know what to do. Like, day by day, I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help. And so um, that was a huge turning point for us in seeking God. And... um I'm like, gosh, that's a whole, that could be a whole nother podcast in itself. So
0: good. No, I think it's encouraging because a lot of people in the chat are going through the same thing. They're married now, they have kids and they're like, how do do I fit this into? I was started out in revival. I started out on fire, but now I'm in this place where I don't know how to seek God the way I used to or be passionate. And one thing I want to just completely zero in on, I want to also mention your channel. I know they're posting it and I want everyone to go subscribe, but here you are at home. Your dream is to be a stay-at-home mom. You have two kids and you decide... I'm going to be used by God still. I'm mm-hmm. not going to allow like what my kids are going through. I'm not going to allow the do- doctorate diagnosis of autism to stop yeah. me. I'm going to launch a ministry. I'm going to reach people. Yeah. I'm going to preach people. And I'm so proud of you because Thanks. a lot of people when they have kids or they have a kid that has special needs, they're yeah. like, I can't do nothing for God. I'm my calling's over. Like this yeah. is going to be my calling for the rest yeah. of my life. And that is part of your calling. Yeah. Being a mom is a ministry. 100%. Being a mom is a ministry. But you went and said, no, I'm also going to preach to people, reach people, make videos, build content. Yeah. You and Chad are both now. Her and her husband both have their own YouTube channels. They're putting out Christian content. They're editing it. They're doing thumbnails, flyers, yeah. literally all of it. <laughs> it's been very well. also having kids with special needs, yeah. also having a son with special needs, also be going to church now, also having prayer that you host. Yeah. At your house now.
1: Yeah, I'm going to vlog that. We're going to yes. have a family So now prayer.
0: Cherish is hosting prayer like we did back in the day mm-hmm. in the revival at her house where all of our family is going and praying and doing all of these things, coming out of the mindset. I'm not... I'm, Please, I, I don't take this as wrong or anything, but coming out of the mindset of like, I'm not going to let this stuff cripple me any yeah. longer. I'm not going to let it keep me from the family p- yeah. event or the prayer meeting or the whatever it is. Yeah, I'm it's gonna not going to control my it's life. It's not going to control me, but I'm going to continue to do what God's called me to do. And so I'm extremely proud of you. I keep telling you, mom, go subscribe. There's 3,000 people and we had 3,600 before we crashed out. It doesn't matter. The reason why I keep saying, go to Chad's Chad Downey and subscribe, go to Cherish Downey and subscribe is because... She's doing it. Yeah, She's doing it despite all the obstacles, despite all that she's been through of, you know, feeling like she lost that fire and then regaining that passion, regaining that fire back. And now her and Chad are on fire. And I, I sat with them and they were like, God's doing this, and they both gone through deliverance, and now they're praying for our family members. I just told Chad, I'm like, bro, you need to take me through deliverance this week. I haven't been delivered. (laughs) Every person's gonna line up. Yeah, I'm like, I haven't gone through deliverance since our since the night since 13 years ago. I've probably had 10 since then. Yeah, I'm I'm like, like, I want to go through a legitimate uh, deliverance again. Make sure nothing's there. Get some more freedom. I always respond to all the mass deliverances, and I pray all the time. Lord, deliver me if there's anything there. But it's like, man. God is doing a new revival in our family. God is setting our family all on fire again, a new yeah, passion, a new yeah. hunger. It doesn't look the same. Yeah. And that's what I want to tell you guys. It doesn't look the same. Don't be discouraged if the fire you have now does not look the same as when you got saved. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's not fire, not passion. It's just you're in a different season. It's going to change time. until we die. Yeah. So I'm extremely proud. I want to make sure everybody, I put her channel right there. I want to make sure everybody subscribes to her. Can you put churches as well, Nico? Yeah. I wanna make sure everybody you're over there did Chad paying you? Did Chad go give you money or he's spamming Chad's? I think Chad slipped him a 20 while we were talking. But man, I'm so proud of you. I know we've been going an hour and a half, but all that you've done, what an amazing testimony and story. Uh, there's so much that we can say. I know, I feel like, I'm like... I feel like we're, we're an hour and a half we'll in. I feel never like we just ending. started, but there's so many stories of things that happen. And eventually, I'd love to bring you know mom on, dad on, all of our siblings on and talk more about it and do a podcast where there's all of us talking. Is there any any thoughts you have or any closing thoughts? You've been you, Like you said, you've been going through deliverance. You're on fire again. You're passionate again. You have your YouTube channel. Yeah. You're seeing how hard YouTube is. Yeah. Editing. You're posting every um, day. I'm like, don't yeah. post every day yet. Yeah, but you were... You've been on the grind and I'm proud of you. Is there anything closing statements or anything you want to wrap up with the whole testimony that I might be missing? Yeah, I think
1: just when you encounter God, you want to tell everyone, you lose all your excuses and you find a way. Yes. And that's, it's because you want to, not because you feel obligated to. So I think if you feel obligated to minister, if you feel obligated to read and pray, you need to get right. You know what I mean? You need to say, God, help me. Like, it's okay. I just shared how I've been there multiple times. Well, I think just getting in prayer and being honest with God and say, help me. What do I need to do? And even we did another purge in our home. And it reminded me of the one you were mentioning when we first got saved. Because I'm like, I was getting rid of certain Disney stuff. We were deleting stuff. We were going through all our kids' toys. We're going through everything we had because God was like, you need to get rid of some stuff. So he told me the same exact thing this next time around. It just looked different. Yeah. And so get rid of what you need to get rid of. Um, be honest with yourself.
0: I love what you said you and Chad sat down and were like, "Look, we need to be honest. We're yeah. not where we need to be. Yeah. What we, we we can't pretend we are. We can't act like it's so easy to keep acting like, oh, well, I'm a Christian. It's not like you're not saved.
1: yeah Guys, it's not like, like we you're love not God. It's we not weren't... like you're
0: not saved like you're going to go to hell, but this whole thing is not about not going to hell. This whole thing is about how could I be Christ to the world? yeah How could I be an ambassador of Christ? Like, we're not trying to see how close can we get and not, and still go to heaven. Yeah. We're not arguing whether we are going to go to heaven. We're arguing of like, man, I want to bring everybody with me. Yeah. I don't want to go to heaven by myself. I
1: literally, we couldn't sleep because I'm like, I need to talk to so-and-so and so-and-so. And we didn't want to eat or sleep because we felt like the world could end tomorrow and we yeah. need to talk to everybody that we can. You know what I mean? Yeah, it and was- you have.
0: And they've gone, I won't, we don't want to mention names because a lot of people are watching, but they've gone to fr- family, to friends, to people that for years we've just been like, oh, it's fine if they'll get saved someday. And you guys have gone to them, being like you guys need to get right with God. You guys need to get yeah. saved. And all of our family has saw that. And it's super uncomfortable. Like to have to go to family and friends, parents, yeah. coworkers, and be like, hey, I know I haven't been telling you this before, yeah. but you got to get your life right. It's yeah. hard, but we're seeing fruit of it. Yeah, Guys, we have family and friends right now that are coming to church for the first time ever.
1: And I think it's easy because to feel like, well, they know, like they see what we do. They know we go to church. But a lot of times people need you to kind of poke them a little bit and yeah. make them uncomfortable or even just lift them up off their back or just know that God sees them. Yeah. You know, it's just sometimes. And sometimes need you need
0: someone that's at that level to challenge you to be like, Oh, I've gotten complacent. Oh, yeah. I've gotten lukewarm. Like, you know, imagine I'm sitting on an airplane and the guy in front of me starts witnessing to the person next to him. And I'm sitting there like, Oh, I, 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 yeah. I didn't even witness. I'm not, I'm, I'm a preacher. Yeah. So you need someone I think of this when I watch people, too. Like, man, I want someone to convict me or challenge me. Even you're in Chad's fire recently. I'm like, man, I need to start. And Alyssa doing the 90-day Bible, she did it the first time. Now she's doing it again. By the yeah. way, shout out to Alyssa. Everyone I still need to read Doing today. the 90-day Bible. We're on day five. I'm still catching up. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I need to do it. Like, my wife's over here. She's about to read the Bible two times in six months. And, like, I haven't even done it. I need to read through the 90 days. So you need people around yeah. you pushing you and challenging you so you don't get stale and complacent yeah. to go to that next level. Yeah. So I'm excited what God is doing. Yeah. Guys, this is the hour for revival in your home. If God can do it in our life, God can do it in your life. We are doing the 90 day Bible challenge all together. Please make sure I'm going to pray for you guys right now, but make sure that you guys subscribe to her channel, the Chad's channel, and then we'll do a little hang out with the chat. If you guys have any special questions for her, I'm we'll give you guys a, ch- a chance to ask her questions. Any Any gaps we need to fill in We had a list of things we want to talk about, but I'm like, oh, I'm trying to think of what not to talk about because there's so much stuff that we wanted to say. Um, But let me pray for you guys because I do believe this is the time of internet revival, of living room revival. God is doing a work. So Father, we pray right over every single person watching. I pray, Lord, that you would touch them the same way that you reached our family. God, you said in your word what you do for one you will do for another. So I pray that God do it again. Yes, God. I pray your Holy Spirit fire over every single living room in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Every family that has lost their fire, every family that has lost their passion, I pray that you would reignite them tonight in Jesus' name. Satan, get your hands off our family. You have no power. You have no authority. I pray the Holy Spirit to break in right now to remove every demonic plan, every demonic strategy You will not have your way in our family. I just pray, Lord, touch our lives. For those that feel anxious, depressed, that have fear, that have addictions, that have eating disorders, that have sickness in their body, I pray, Lord, that you would heal, you would deliver, and you'd restore. God, we've seen you do this a thousand times. God, we know you can do it again. We believe in your power. Tonight, we pray with faith. Satan, you have no power in our families. Get off our families. I pray, Holy Spirit, have your way. I just want you guys to submit your life to God right now. Yes. I want you to say, God, I submit my life to you. I lay my life down to you. I give my body to you on the altar of living sacrifice. Lord, have your way in my life. Say that right now, guys. Yes, Lord, God. have your way in my life. I'm giving you my home. I dare you to tell God that your, your home is his. Now, some of you are like, God already knows that my home is his. No, he doesn't. Yeah. How does God know when you spend all day watching demonic shows, demonic television, listening to demonic music, how does God know that your home is his home? You need to consecrate your house and say, Lord, if you want to show up in my house, my house is open to you. Give God an open house tonight. Invite your family and friends over for prayer. It's not hard, guys. You don't need any instruction. All you need is a worship prayer list, a uh, song list, a speaker, and invite your family over. Yep. Put the music on. And just start praying, just start praying, start laying hands, start, watch God move. Your family's never, ever had the chance to encounter God. Give them the chance to encounter God. Be Christ's ambassador. The Bible says that God speaks through us as if God himself were making his appeal. 2 Corinthians 5, you are Christ's ambassador. If you don't represent Christ well, they're not going to see him. They're not going to experience him. Imagine if Cherish didn't invite me that night. You guys wouldn't be watching this. We wouldn't have reached the hundreds of millions of people that we reach with the gospel. But your, your yes has consequences. Your no has consequences. There's somebody's eternity on the other side of your yes. There's somebody's eternity on the other side of your obedience. So don't just think, oh, If I say no to God, it's going to affect me. No. yeah, Guys, we've reached hundreds of millions of people that would have been affected if I said no to God. My yes had consequences and has consequences. So you you can't afford to be lukewarm. You can't afford to be complacent. You can't afford to serve a 90-minute God. This is the night. Yeah, Go all in. And if you've been praying for your loved ones, keep praying for them. If you've been bugging them, keep bugging them. Keep crying out to God and saying, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need a touch from you. I need your power. I need your presence. Holy Spirit, take over my life. I'm giving you my house. I'm giving you my body parts. I'm giving you my life. Romans 12, give your body to God. Put your body on the altar of living sacrifice and watch God move in your life. Maybe you need to start an online ministry. Maybe you need to start a YouTube channel. Maybe you need to start, there's not enough people. We need a million people on social media preaching, reaching people with the gospel, on the streets, at the, wherever you are, God's called you to go. We need you to say yes to God and do what God has called you to do. We pray, Lord, touch them with your Holy Spirit. Yes, Fill them God. with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
1: Amen.
0: What okay. an amazing show. Yay, we did it. High five. Yes, we did it guys please make sure that you partner with us nico will you put the qr code on screen if you want to partner and sew into this i'm going to be sending her it's so weird i'm sending my sister a love offering but i'm going to be sending her an honorarium it's not weird i'm going to do it no matter what but it's weird weird because i've never had a family member on so i'm like i'm going to be sending but i'm going to be sewing into her ministry because her and chad both have a ministry now they have a youtube and a social media and they're spending so much time work i'm I can't say enough how proud I am of them. Thank Please you. make sure that you follow. What if we got her up to like two, three, four, five thousand 5,000 subscribers after this episode? There's 3,000 of you live right now. So there's no excuse. <laughs> Go subscribe to both of them. We don't forget Chad over here. Also, sub- yeah. he's been paying Nico to post it. Nico's been spamming <laughs> Chad's link more I, than Chad's. Chad's
1: videos are better than I'm mine, like, the link's there,
0: So make sure you guys subscribe to those. And then if you guys have any burning questions, Thank yes, I'm reading Cross, the chat now. I'm donation. a slow
1: reader, but I'm reading. Wherever
0: it. you guys um, have questions, go ahead and put them. the The links to give are in the comments and they're on the screen. All you got to do is hold your phone up to the QR code. You can scan it and give monthly or one time. If you give monthly, you'll get seventy sermons, twenty percent off the merch store. And we're starting our partner calls up now that summer is over. We'll be back on the partner calls. I took the summer off because. I, I I kid you not, guys, I didn't have one day of summer where we had no plans. We had yes, plans every day of the summer, busiest <sighs> summer of our lives. This Sunday, I will be speaking at Lifesong. Uh, that is, what is it? The 10th? September 10th, Lifesong Church, 8-15, 9-30, 11, and 12-30. Four services this Sunday if you're in California. Lifesong. There's Nico putting Chad's link again. Church, well, I don't somebody, know what's going somebody on. Somebody asked I don't know what's it. going on. So, <laughs> so guys... This Sunday, if you're in California, I don't preach often in California. Come out this Sunday. It's on my website, IsaiahSelder.com schedule. Oh, let me make another <laughs> announcement. Shout out to Aaron. Our deliverance map is IsaiahSelder.com deliverance, but we have a new domain. That means a new web address, okay? You can go to deliverancemap.com or www.deliverancemap.com. All your friends and family that you keep telling, go to the deliverance map. You no longer have to say, go to IsaiahSaladivar.com slash deliverance. Now you can say deliverancemap.com. How beautiful is that? Deliverancemap.com. If you need deliverance, you need someone to cast demons out of you, go to deliverancemap.com and you can, it'll relink you to my website, my map, and you can get delivered. So there you go. This Sunday, Lifesong Church, the 24th, I'll be in Arizona at Without Walls in Mesa. Go to my website, guys. I hope to see you there. And any burning questions, go ahead and let us know. Someone said, I love you both. Oh, my mom, someone. My mom said, I love you both. And cherish." You look beautiful. You're Aww. glowing in the spirit.
1: What about
0: me, mom? Nico so said, what nice. about me, mom? <laughs> she said, um, yeah. you're okay.
1: They said, they said your Ashley children LeMoyne. look like me. Well, I look like my mom. And his oh, children actually look like, look, look like.
0: Yeah, I think Some I of do. your kids
1: look like my mom. And I, yeah. I look just like her. Yeah, so. for sure. So thank you. His kids are beautiful. I take that as a compliment.
0: Guys, I just did the ancestry thing where they tell you your heritage and where you're from. So, yeah, I'll let you guys know the results. I'm waiting (laughs) for it, and we'll see what happens. I might be—I don't know what. Might be something I don't even know what I am. We'll see.
1: I do want to say something that I forgot to say. I'm like, while we're go for it. This is
0: the chill time.
1: This is the uh, which this is the time that I've always looked forward to because it just always looks so fun when you're watching. I'm like, I love it at home being in the chat. But anyway, um, inviting you and everyone gives me the credit, but. We keep talking about seeds, and even in the Bible, how it says, like, one will seed, one will water, and one will reap the harvest. So I just feel honored that I was able to even be a part of your story, let alone Mm. be the one that took you to church. But there were so many laborers for you, like mom, dad, grandma, Nino, Nina, like all these people that have been praying for him since he was born. And I got to do the fun part of, like, bringing you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't take any—besides that it's all God, I can't take any credit for— You'd well, thank saved. you for
0: bringing me. Somebody said, oh, scroll up real quick, Nico. Actually, I have my little scroll. Let me scroll up.
1: I did what little sisters do. They know how to bug.
0: Oh, what's your siblings' names? So Nico's the oldest. He's the laugh in the back. <laughs> Sunshine is below Nico. Cherish, Um, no, Sunshine, me, and then Cherish. Yeah. So that's the age. So Nico's the oldest, then Sunshine, then Isaiah, then Cherish. And then and we Rico's have an adopted
1: names. younger sister, Juliana. Yes,
0: yes. And then Juliana is, is younger than Cherish. Just
1: turned 18.
0: Yes. We love you, Juliana.
1: I think she's on here.
0: Um, this was so beautiful. Loved it. Thanks so much. Thank you, Unique. You know what's crazy? I will bring on, which is amazing. I'll bring on like big name guest speakers and have like 2,000 people. And we had 3,700 people tonight. And oh, it, was, nice. it was me and you. So I love that. I love that you guys are invested in the storyline and the, so nice. the whole thing of our family. The lore. That's what it's called. Everyone's um, been how so do we nice. get in the 90-day Bible app? All you need to do is download the version Bible app. And guys, it's not too late to start. You yeah. can start. You don't have to be synced up with us exactly. You download the U Version Bible app, and it's Bible in 90 days. Bible in 90 days. So, let me see if I can show you the plan. You can just
1: go into the search bar yeah, here's like, 90-day plan. Day plan.
0: Uh, you guys probably can't see it. Hold on, let me zoom. Video
1: on your- oh, yeah. There's the zoom.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Bible in 90 days on the plans. You, can- you can't see that. I don't know why I just did that. That was stupid. <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> <laughs> you can't see that, yeah, that but that I thought that was gonna like zoom super close for some reason. But it's Bible and Nico, days. We
1: thought it was gonna zoom super close. What happened?
0: Yeah, my my mom's name my mom's name is Janelle and my dad's name is Nick. Some of you are asking what our parents. Someone
1: name said, most. "Does Cherish have merch?" No, but I'm working soon. on that. Soon yeah. She will. I was actually my husband and I were trying to figure that out last night, so that will be soon.
0: Soon they will have merch. That will be for cool. sure. Your guest story is crazy. I love it. Thank you, Larissa. One day we will come on here and we will share. All the stories, we'll write them, we'll have, we have we're gonna have to have a series. We have so many stories from the early days that it would be, it would be, uh, yeah, it'd be a long stream. Trinity,
1: the answer is yes.
0: Please We have Nico are, we on are soon.
1: already best friends.
0: Someone say, we we be best friends? Yeah. Can we have Nico on soon? Listen, whenever he's ready, he just wants to remain the elusive, anonymous laugh in the back. But we are gonna get him a laugh cam that I could click when he's not ready for it and watch him laugh. <laughs> So we'll see
1: i can't wait for that did
0: the tire inflate unfortunately the tire did not inflate we had to go get a new tire when john when john prayed (laughs) over it, that
1: always reminds me in the jesus movie was it jesus revolution yes when
0: they're like that part gets me every time when they're praying
1: over the car because we literally did that
0: i love the jesus revolution that movie was so good i I want to watch it again it's on netflix now
1: okay Mm -hmm. yeah i want to watch it again thank you
0: warren and donna for giving guys please make sure you give and partner with us uh, there's a Venmo, all of that. but You can just scan the code if you want the Venmo and the website. We really appreciate it. Someone
1: asked how long I've been married. Uh, five and a half years.
0: Yes, she's married. They were spamming the whole chat. Is she single? She's married happily. Praise the Lord. Can you see? There's a ring on it. And he's sitting right here. Yeah. And he's very tall and buff.
1: He's very tall. So and don't handsome. mess with him. He's sweet, smart, and beautiful. They're all
0: like, we missed the story of Chad, but she told it again. That he, she was saying how he's like. The first guy that was like nice and kind. Yeah, and I loved said her all head. my
1: relationship were garbage. Yeah. <laughs> every guy cheated on me. And um, yeah, they were all horrible. But my husband now is the best guy I've ever met. Praise the Lord. In every way. He loves God and he's sweet and patient. And I can go on and on. And
0: he's blushing right now. And you're, he's you're, really handsome. Your sister looks just like your second oldest baby girl. Yes, you're oh, right, Ashton. Jojo? Jojo, yep. I was going to say you do look like Jojo.
1: Oh, that's Am I so late? Nice. Unfortunately,
0: you're at the very end, but you can rewind it. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Love your stories. Thank you. Okay, let's see. Girl, same. I love hearing him laugh. Yeah, everybody loves Nico's laugh. I watch podcasts now, and I'm like, if there's no one laughing in the background, it's so boring. Why would you even watch? Why, said, Why would you watch I, a podcast where there's no one laughing in the background? What
1: do I talk about on my channel? So right now, I'm literally just letting God lead, lead each video. So it has just been like about God, um, teachings. Maybe you can call them preachings. Uh, short teachings, uh, but it will evolve. I'm just letting him lead. I'm going to do some vlogs. like I'm going to vlog our family prayer, uh, probably some lifestyle stuff with my kids, but it's all going to be God-centered and how to live for God every day while you are a very consumed parent.
0: And you ladies need it because our audience is like 65% female and we don't really have a lot of strong female voices. I agree. One of the girls I've brought on the show recently was like, you have 150 episodes, and you've only had like five girls on. I'm like, yeah. I'm trying. I'm out yeah. here working my best to get to get female voices on. But even yes, even
1: following people, I it. told Chad, I said, I'm just tired of being disappointed because. I follow someone who I'm like, oh, they seem like a great Christian, and then they post certain things, and I'm like...
0: They post them drinking, them partying. Say it. Thank you. Smoking. I was not going to yeah, say no, it, we, but 100%. We don't care. We'll attack drinking all day. So
1: <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, another one bites the dust. No, i just yeah.
0: It's so yeah, funny it's when I mention drinking, how common like, it is.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Someone said, what's your skincare routine? I don't even know what that is. They asked me, <laughs> so and I'm like, I just take a shower every day. That's yeah, right.
1: I just wash my face and put lotion on. Wash I've, your face and my put My sister lotion. just got me some serums that I've been trying, but I'm not fancy at all.
0: It's about to explode. Yes, let's explode let's her see. channel. Yeah, yes, say?
1: you guys are so I nice. wish your wife would
0: make YouTube channel. Her voice is so soothing. Maybe one day she will. My wife could yeah. do whatever she wants to do. That's I why I tell her. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you want to do it, go ahead. We'll support her with whatever yeah. she
1: wants.: I'm letting
0: her. <laughs> 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 no, Satan wants the ladies to shut up and do nothing someone for God. Someone said,
1: can we get a link to church's Unfortunately, channel? Unfortunately,
0: it's not just Satan, but it's also the religious people that want women to shut up. Um, can you get a what?
1: Someone asked for the link. To my channel, not Chad's. Yeah, Nico. (laughs)
0: I don't know why Nico's been spamming Chad's the whole time. I'm like, dude. Uh... Let's see where she's at. You should have gotten some subscribers. Guys, make sure you go sub, please.
1: Let's Stop see. Around, I'm trying dude. to see if there's any questions I can answer. Is this
0: chill music? Yeah, chill song. I'll put the chill music. We on.
1: go to Life Song in Stockton. I preaching this weekend. Yes. Somebody this said, weekend. "What church do we go to?"
0: Life Song. They go there's to Life four song. services,
1: which I love because if you miss the first few, you still have a chance to get there. She's
0: almost at 2,000 subscribers. Let's bump it up. Really? You're at 1.85. Yay. Let's bump it up, guys. What do you do? What are you guys doing out here? It's 2,500 of you. <laughs> Why are we not at 3,000 right now? Come I'm scared. On! Come on, people.
1: Let's see. Do you do your own nails. Um, yes, I normally, these are not my own. I got these done, but I am, in most cases, I do my own.
0: Yes, this is my sister. Those are asking, my little sister. Yes,
1: we are blood.
0: My youngest, not little anymore because you're not 16, but I, am I still on, always think of you as 16, that's but that's, what Sunshine that's, that's how it is. You. I just, I'm like, there's Every no way birthday, there's no like birthday. She's like,
1: Oh, um, I am on, I am on TikTok and I'm not. I just made one, but I haven't posted much on it and I never go on it, but I'll get better at that. That's just my least favorite platform. Yes, me too. I
0: can't stand TikTok. Why haven't you moved out of California? Because all of our family is here. That's why. Her page is Cherish Downey, Mary Bell. Oh, we need it in the Facebook the. Our siblings are
1: all from the same parents, except our adopted little sister. We got her um, from the hospital when she was born. Yes. But yes, we have the same parents.
0: I'm going to post it, Nico, on. All four of us. Oh, yes. It'll go on both. Okay, we're going to get on Facebook right now. Facebook, we got you. There you go, Facebook. Coming to you right now in three... Two. Uh, you have to do Control C and Control V. It won't let you do right click. Okay, everybody sub, everybody sub up, sub up. How old are you, Church?
1: Just turned thirty.
0: Just turned. 30. I was like, wait, I
1: had to double. I got to think but about she's still that. Yeah, I just turned thirty in my
0: mind. Yeah. Melanie Edwards, thank 16. you for the donation. I appreciate you. Yes, I'm gonna be sewing into her, guys. So if you give tonight, I'm gonna be sewing into her. So there's so that. So nice. All right. Chat and Cherish forever, Jasmine. We love you. Oh, I
1: was like, wait, who is that?
0: Warren and Donna, thank you so much. Said the sermon you shared yesterday was fire. It really had an impact on me. Thank you so much. Tonight was so great. So nice to get to know your sister and hear your stories. Melanie Edwards, thank you. Said thank you both for sharing. So inspiring. Praise the Lord. And Jasmine was also one of our only friends. Jasmine's Clarice in the chat. Clarice and Joan, I love this. you
1: so much. Clarice and Joan, I love you.
0: When you guys see Jasmine Lucero, that was our cousin that was also our uh, only friend. She was in the very friend. beginning, yeah. she yeah. was the early. It was, it was her, Connor me, her Cherish. husband. Andrew, Amy, uh, Nino, Nina, our parents, and like, there was like 10 of us yeah. early days. Jasmine's, Jasmine came out of the womb saved. She's never not been saved, so she's an angel, that's all. Jasmine's an angel that crash-landed and is stuck here. <laughs> that's the bottom line.
1: <laughs> Literally.
0: If Jasmine backslid, she'd slide back into the church because she's never been <laughs> in the world. We love you, Jasmine. That's a good one. What is your favorite sermon Isaiah has ever preached? Jana, she can't answer that. She likes all of them. You know what I'm saying?
1: Someone asked me that. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, you're like the only preacher I listen to. Not because, I mean.
0: Yeah. You know. So all my friends that are listening, yeah. you gotta get your game up. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine, what did she say? Tell us more about your channel, Cherish.
1: Who said that, Jasmine? Jasmine. Oh yeah. Um, the goal is to show people everyday life of living for God with a family and being busy, and life is crazy. And doing it.
0: And she was doing daily vlogs, which were so good.
1: Yeah, I, I like making I vlogs, so I'll be doing more of them.
0: Who bugs Stevie you more, Isaiah or Nico? Out. We don't Neither. bug her. We're, we're th- guys, I, we're old. We're past 30. There's yeah. no more bugging each Even other. Even
1: when we were younger, you guys never bugged me. I feel like I've always looked up to you guys a lot.
0: Uh, Shanice, if you want to get Deliverance, go to deliverancemap.com. I love saying that. I don't have to say, go to isaiasaliver.com. Someone said
1: Alyssa and Cher should do a video together. Isaiah doesn't know yet, but that's actually coming.
0: Oh, I didn't even know. I'm starting Praise a book Lord.
1: study. I'm going to announce it tomorrow. So ch- wait for my video. And um, one of them will be with Alyssa.
0: That's going to be amazing.
1: I'll be coming to her let's house. Let's see where
0: you're at. Hold on. Oh, there's music in the back. Sorry. Okay, let's see where she's at. You guys are going to be in trouble if she's not 2,000. I'm just telling you right now. You guys <laughs> better pray because I'm going to oh. have to I'm gonna stop going live for a month. Wait, because... we should
1: check Chad's. Oh, she's
0: at 2,000. I, yeah. yeah yay 2000 you guys are about to be in trouble actually it's loading 1.999 so i don't know it's bugged or it something, but is. you're at 2000 you guys were almost shh, dad Do you was speak about spanish, to spanish un poquito no she doesn't
1: a little bit no what's i, she, say? I said... she said she no, wants I a taquito <laughs> no.
0: she said just one taquito i love taquitos all right I... if there's any other question what's the name of her channel it's Cherish Downey.
1: with two Y's.
0: Two eyes. Oh, it is with two eyes. Yeah, That's everything how you spell is Downey? two eyes.
1: No, but the, it, it was, was taken. It was. Mm-hmm.
0: What the? Yeah, we're gonna have to get that girl banned. <laughs> Let's find the original Cherish Downey.
1: So every. Everything- oh no, it's
0: it's. Uh, but to search, it's only one Y. Yeah, it comes oh, up as one. Yeah. Does it? Okay. Yeah. The actual Church name is two. Yeah. Your tag is two. Oh yeah. But they can search yeah. it with one. Okay. Cherish Downey. Oh, that other girl almost got banned. I'm glad you said <laughs> that. I was gonna make some calls right now to uh, that'd YouTube. Be so funny. Okay, guys. Any other questions that you guys have? Let's see. I know this is fun. I know I could sit and talk to the chat for twelve hours. I love it. Congrats you at two thousand. Thanks, yes. Jazz.
1: You're the best. Two thousand. Cherish Steve. is the real
0: deal. Um, our older sister is. She'll be on at some point. She's working on her testimony. Yeah. Cherish does it all. Jasmine said. That would be awesome. Coming to Dallas anytime. Not as of right now. Lag. Just refresh. She wants a taquito.
1: The confetti, please.
0: Cherish is f- 16 frozen in time in my mind. Yeah, Jasmine, literally at her 30th birthday, I'm like, I had, a, I, you guys all see me. I was like, oh yeah, you're all, what? what? <laughs> I'm like, I thought she was 18. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, everybody out there knows literally. if you have a little brother or a little sister, they're always going to be that They in get mind. stuck
1: at a certain age. Who let this happen? Oh Even- yeah,
0: guys. Also, I played pickleball for the first time yesterday and I fell in love. So if there's any of you pickleballers. <laughs> That are out, is that what you guys are called? If there's pickle any of you pickleballers out in the Central Valley that wanna give me some lessons and play, then hit me up, cause I'll come play pickleball with you. So that was fun.
1: That is so funny. Let's
0: yeah, see. Uh, let's see. Do you have a Spani- any Spanish background? We're half Hispanic. Well, we'll see. Ancestry. I might be half African. I don't even know. <laughs> I might be from Africa and Vietnam. I don't even know. Who's the better cook? Cherish, of course.
1: And I'm she, not even that great, but she, I can't, Isaiah makes some good mac and cheese. I can't boil. I can't boil cheese. water.
0: I can barely boil water. Ain't no way. What is pickleball? I text a friend of mine like, "Do you play pickleball?" He's like, "Bro, that's so Caucasian." He's like, "That's." <laughs> I'm like, I wondered why it was only white people at the courts. No, but yeah, it was fun.
1: <laughs> that is so somebody funny. that plays
0: pickleball. Type one in the chat. Let me know because it sounds like none of you do. That
1: is hilarious.
0: When you come out to Denver, we play pickleball. I don't have a date as of now. But yeah, I would love to come play pickleball in my skinny jeans. No, it's not. It's like a wiffle ball. It's not pickle. I mean, it's not shaped as a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what someone said. Someone says it's shaped like a pickle. <laughs> How old are you? Thirty-two, and she's thirty. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Don't
1: answer the taller one. The t- what? Who's taller? Who's
0: taller, me or you? Don't oh, who's taller, twel- Nico? Oh, Isaiah I'm six Nico? foot.
1: Like When I was 12, I was taller than you, and then one day you just grew like two feet.
0: I'm six foot, and he goes as tall as a nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just So wrong.
1: Oh, my God. It's okay. My
0: legs look like the legs on a nightstand.
1: Someone said my 78-year-old friend plays pickleball. Dude,
0: I think they're old, to old people are super good at at wiffle pickle, Whiffle ball, pickleball. Google, Listen. Google says I'm 43, I have a net worth of $10 million, and I have, like, two kids. I don't believe Google, trust me.
1: Our mother is white. A lot of people are having Spanish-Hispanic questions. Our yeah, father's Our next mom kid. is
0: Italian and German, and our dad is fully Hispanic. But we don't know, because Ancestry.com might say otherwise. <laughs> Find and out next week.
1: Our father doesn't speak Spanish.
0: Everyone's saying they love the background music. I'm glad you guys like it. Um, yes.
1: Are you coming? Let's see.
0: Yeah, wherever I travel now, I'm going to be like, I need a day of pickleball or something. I'm not good at all, though. I mean, I played one time, but. Cherish is married. Yes, we've answered that 30 times. (laughs) Yeah, don't believe Google. It's completely wrong.
1: Did someone say I'm not married on Google? Guys, if
0: I was worth 10 million, I wouldn't be flying in the back of every plane with the chickens. I fly in the very back. I'm not in first class. I'm in last class. (laughs) So, trust me. If I was worth 10 million, I'll have my own. Alyssa
1: said the comment of Nico being a nightstand has her crying.
0: Oh, I'm just kidding. He's a he's a little bit taller. Stevie
1: said, "Hey, that's my man." I'm
0: kidding. Nico's not. Hey, that's my nightstand. Nico's Nico's average. (laughs) (laughs) He's average.
1: Gosh, I can't wait till Nico tells his testimony. Yeah, we're I was gonna, trying to if you Nico tells testimony, we're gonna have me. like
0: an exclusive rumble only because he will get banned <laughs> on YouTube. Basically. we'll be like, we're streaming on Kick tonight. <laughs> YouTube will take it down so fast.
1: <laughs> oh man, it's so crazy. Nico's
0: a, Nico's as tall as a three drawer nightstand. <laughs> hey, so you're, you're, good. you're good. You're good. Uh, he only flies. Let's see what They said I need to. Have oh, my own wife bird. said Isaiah only flies in the back of plane. It drives you nuts. No, it's not that. It's the only place I fly. Okay. We are flying to New York for a red carpet premiere of the new movie, October 24th. Shout out Domino Revival. And guys, it was $300 for round trip tickets to New York. It was $4,500 a person for first class. $9,000 for listen me to fly first class or 600 in last class. That's crazy. So I'm not paying $9,000. Y'all are crazy. No way.
1: That's crazy.
0: All right. Why doesn't your dad speak Spanish? Because there's so
1: many Spanish questions. Because
0: uh, my the- grandma and grandpa wanted to gossip and didn't want him to hear what they were saying, and yeah. all the siblings, so they didn't teach them Spanish. Yeah, literally,
1: now. they used Spanish, so the kids didn't know what they were saying.
0: You ever try cornhole? Yes, I played cornhole camping two weeks ago.
1: I had cornhole at my wedding.
0: Yes, cornhole, cornhole is fine. Uh, Pickle hole, I mean, pickleball is, <laughs> is funner. Pickle hole <laughs> is fun. You play drums? Nico, yes, I do. I'm
1: not sure.
0: <laughs> I do play drums, yes. <laughs>
1: first time
0: i've seen nico in the chat nico 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 logged into his youtube just to say i'm not short (laughs) thank you nico thank you i'm glad you could i'm glad you said that dude he's really not actually nico has a mic set up we need to plug it in because he literally could talk on that mic and um that is
1: so funny let's see how do
0: i keep my fire when my husband's unsaved keep praying for him keep praying and praying and praying cherish do you have any hobbies I could probably answer that for Keeping you. Keeping my children have alive. That's what I was going to say. Once you have kids, like, what's a hobby?
1: I used to do barrel racing on my horse. I used to do dance. Um, and then as I got older, I really liked making videos, like, before I had kids. So I'm enjoying doing that again.
0: Yes. What's the most? What? Okay. So, is, who is AI that? chat similar to Ouija Jasmine? boards? No. AI Wyatt, chat Jasmine. is algorithm. Ouija boards is demons what Jasmine say? He, she said, when is Church oh. gonna sing for yeah, us? Yeah, Church she sings said, Be too. Quiet. She'll not, sing not on one really. of these. One I'm a of these backup videos. singer,
1: which I'm totally okay with.
0: Ne- Chad said, spam my channel again, Nico. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're, they're working against us here. Just kidding.
0: Literally, the whole time we were like, yeah, Church is a YouTube. Nico is posting Chad's link. <laughs> Tons of people are probably thinking that Chad's channel is Church. <laughs> I bet is. you
1: Chad has like 5,000 subscribers sing. and channel I have like t- 10K. Is stupid.
0: Chad got his plaque while we're here. <laughs> Oh, Chad did gain a couple, right? Oh, Did good. you? Probably. Did, uh,
1: Probably. He it deserves it. Nico. His videos are so good. Spam
0: uh, spam churches again and Chad's again.
1: I have two kids. A two-year-old old and a four-year-old.
0: Two kids, guys.
1: Hopefully two more.
0: When we come out with a movie, when I'm a little bit older. <laughs> Dad, do you want me to spam your link, too, in the chat? <laughs> My dad's texting me.
1: Do you speak Italian? I wish. Uh Mike, mm-hmm. let's see. They're going so fast. Wait, how'd you
0: spam it four times like that? How'd you do that? Did you do Chad's or cherishes? What do you think about Christian rap? I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. There's nothing wrong with it. Fifteen month old, praise the Lord.
1: It's all Z asking Aww. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. On an alt account.
1: Oh that is. He's so like, What do you funny. think about Z music? Our cousin who's a rapper.
0: Is Isaiah the fun uncle? Yes. I'll answer that for people her. People
1: keep asking about me and Alyssa doing the podcast. I think they're trying to kick you out. They're like, I can would you love just for have you guys Alyssa to. The more you
0: guys do stuff, the less I have to. Praise <laughs> the Lord.
1: I'm just kidding. We
0: are able to do four people on this podcast, but maybe in the future, or maybe we'll do like a table set. I don't know.
1: There would be so much laughing.
0: Yeah, it would be a lot of laughing, and we could do it at some point. <laughs> okay, guys. I love you all. We've been two hours. We kind of hit the two-hour mark every stream. Please pray about partnering, sewing, giving. We appreciate you. And you guys are amazing. Oh, someone said I made an alt because my other account was banned. Well, you probably said some stuff you should have said. <laughs> we love you guys and appreciate you guys. And I'll see you on the pickleball court. <laughs>
1: see I'm you so on the sore. Court. <laughs> I'm starting the
0: gym next week. Next week, no, i start the gym. Week. No, because I preach Sunday. I can't. I won't be able to move. <laughs> guys, when I start the first week back at the gym, I literally won't be able to walk.
1: Yeah, that's and true. And I can't be
0: skipping leg day because I don't want my legs to keep looking like a kitchen table. <laughs> so I'm going to be having to hit leg day. I can't be skipping <laughs> leg day. Love you guys. Everyone was asking for Carl. There you go. There's Carl in oh, the yeah. flash.
1: Someone said Gotta I need my bird. own bird. I agree.
0: Yeah, she'll have a bird. She'll she'll be doing live soon too. Just don't kidding. Worry. I'm
1: not taking over his podcast. I no. Feel you need very to do live streaming to be too. Here.
0: You need to do live streaming too. Love I you know. guys. No, not this week because I have to preach Sunday. I literally won't be able to walk, and I don't want to be limping around. Like the lame man. Um, I want to be fully ready to preach and not sore. The first week back of the gym, you guys already know, you're sore for like a week. Yeah. And I'm going to be too sore. So we'll be at the gym. We'll be at the pickleball court. And we'll see you guys there. Love you guys.
1: Bye. God
0: bless you guys. We'll see you in the next one. We don't have an outro screen because Nico deleted on Thanks accident. Thanks for being nice to All right, me. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. We don't have an outro screen because we something happened. Someone deleted it. Maybe it was Big Big Nick. I'm not sure. Love you guys. See you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. If you like what you heard, go to www.isaiasaldivar.com for more content. And please follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Isaiah Saldivar. See you next week.